<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from if he says potato salad or swear to God, those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association voted the time last show with number one. So welcome to the show. Well, well, well. So, how are you? Alrighty, you're good. You're good. You are. You are. Yeah, you are. Holy shit! Right? It's all good. Everything's fine. Um. Today our guest was Jeff Tate, and uh, you know what we didn't get to, which was, I actually heard it, and I loved it, and I sent it to Nick Thune, and he loved it, Tyson, am I saying it, Tyson's San, I'm going to say here, I'm going to say it wrong, but it's Tyson, see, he did the last, uh, like, he takes some stuff that I said, and then he'll, like, take it with, um, with uh, Chris from Fake Problems, he did... He did one with um, me and uh, Nick Thune, and it was really good. We'll play it next week. Tyson, yes, yes. All right, that's it. 
So here's the show, me and uh, Jeff Tate. It was a very relaxing show, and we talked about a lot of stuff. Do me a favor, when I get lost three times, don't be mad at me. Okay, just be like, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. Okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, oh, Jesus, there's so many layers to what I just asked. I'm, may, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that you might be, be get frustrated when I get lost, and that's a guess. And then I'm saying, when that happens, say, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Huh? All right, do you understand what I'm saying? Let's just play the show. Why do I have to... Come on and, and 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 just say stuff, okay? Um, so enjoy the show and goodbye. Now entering nerdist.com. Oh look, Nick Leap is here. Nick, are you having a good time? I can't believe it. He's sleeping. Nick Lipa came into the studio. Who's Nick? I don't know. Who's Nick? I don't. I've never met him. Why is he so tired? Why is he so tired, Todd? You know why Nick is so tired? Ah, uh, let's do it right. It's the Ty Glass Show. Come on, look what. Just give us a second. Let us open up big. There's a barn. There's a barn. What a barn. What a barn. Only funny people go there. I love Jeff. He sat back and he's soaking it in. Already, I fucking love you. It was voted number one. That's a noticeable there. thing that you just did. Oh, there's music. He's directing everybody. Dancing. Yeah. And a lot of podcast people. Oh, it's going to be fun. With the bells and whistles. He'll know when. The bubbles, lights, and smoke. Come on, it's the show. Here, Todd Glass do the intro. Hey, everybody, it's Todd Glass. Everybody's ready for the show. They want to hear their favorite guests. Sure, we got bubbles. The bits they no, maybe we don't. The best. Then they hear a rumble on the drum. The rumble on the drum. It finally comes. Oh, it's all the, the joy. Jeff Tate, ladies and gentlemen. For miles around, you'll hear them sing. Here we go. Doesn't listen. Hold on. Gabe. Guess what, Gabe? You weren't supposed to start playing until the words were all over. I did, and that's why I apologize. <laughs> Dude, you caught me, you son of a bitch. I cued him, but I thought he wouldn't know. I could blame it on him. Well, Lynn's, you know, J- lyricist Joe is home. Who plays over my lyrics? Who the fuck is this piece of shit? La, 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 Here comes your turn. Into that mic, closer. Here we go. Oh, there is no part. That song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You hear that, Joe? I laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> well, because I'm sick, and I need help, and I'm calling doctors. Everybody put their phone away. Uh, if you have a phone out, you're eating pot chocolate, I take? 
Yeah. You're not like this. Oh, no, you're fine talking about that. Well, first of all, Jeff, <laughs> I, I, I know you don't care about that. Um, I want. How about this for a little experiment? We asked people to record them doing this. Look, we're not talking about the meter maids that are not nice. How about the ones that are? And took that job. You never know why. Go out, record it. Why record it? I don't know. It'll be cool to hear it and be nice. I give them a $10 Starbucks gift card. I go, you know what? This seems a little crazy. You walk up with your recording on your phone. Why record on your phone? Because I want to hear it. I think it'll be a nice thing to hear. So why, why shouldn't I get to hear it? What the fuck did I do wrong? So, and then you go, hey, here's a $10 gift card to Starbucks. Uh, just wanted to say, I know it sucks, but I know we reap the benefits of you just, you know, you know, because they probably do. People be parked everywhere. Come to think about it, I'm trying to be a little positive. We probably reap the benefits of some stuff they do. The cars that would be on the street that because they're not registered, what neighborhood. There's some good that happens from the civility of having order, which might not be there. But it doesn't even matter if there isn't. Especially in this town, though. It would be yes. chaos. It would be. And Anarchy. just go and go, I, I don't want you to have to, t- you know, just say something real nice really quick. But I get it. So I figure, I know you guys take a lot of shit out here. I just thought if I can buy your two next cups of coffee, maybe it's just a small token of a thank you. I don't think you get that often. Record that and send it in. And don't fuck up the recording either because I got to make something nice out of this. <laughs> you do the groundwork. <laughs> I play it. And then we have a nice moment on the show. So um, <laughs> we can tell people we love them right now. Don't you think – I thought about this this afternoon. We, you can uh, – Gabe, how you doing? I, I was going to say you can sit down. I felt bad you're standing. Why don't you give him a, a presidential salute, and then we'll get to his real intro later. Like, I'll go, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Tate is here. Now, I have an idea so you don't have to get up and down the rest of the night. Take the mic, you're right, and push it down towards you. But, Gabe, will you do me a favor tonight? Will you really play into that mic? Because can I tell you the truth, and I shouldn't do this, and I think everybody knows this, and maybe, oh, J- Aristotle's getting pissed off. I, sh- I wasn't supposed to tell everybody. You know, J.J. Uh, J. Kirkpatrick's been saying some shit about you. He goes, yeah, he's good and everything, but he won't play into the mic. That's the word out on the street. And that's the truth. It's the truth. It's definitely the truth. Oh, because, yeah, it's the yeah, truth. It's the, yeah, because yeah, we talked about it. No way. It's the truth. Sure. Yeah, every, Aristotle, yeah, everybody. Sure. Can you bring the mic in a little closer? You're making me nervous. Okay, so there's that. Aristotle is here. Um, and the meter maid thing, you do that. But we can tell people we love them because people need to be told they're loved. Why don't we go around the room? Just take a shot at it. Remember, you have the privilege of being in someone's ears right now. Maybe their day didn't go good the night before. Maybe they just need to be told, I love you. Now you think, well, we don't know them. It doesn't matter. If you appreciate this love, you deserve it. Jeff, do you have anything you want to say? Just from your heart what is someone yes some, someone that's listening yeah of course there's some nice words just like i love you well i love you the listeners you love them yeah anything i love you i love you i do love you if you're if this is making you feel happy right now then i love you i do love you i don't have had to met you aristotle i too love you sure <laughs> From the distance, Ryan. Ryan, what's your last name? Barasa. Say it again. Barasa. You repeat it. Barasa? Barasa. And what are you, who are you well, on Twitter? Um, at repeat that. At Ryan B. Comedy. At Ryan B. Comedy. I noticed you have 40,000 followers. We were talking about this before we went on the air, and I think that's because you must tweet things that are funny. So all I ask my listeners is to follow. If I say to follow someone, I don't want to see the same 13 Beautiful people. Some of you other people get up, 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 boom, boom, boom. And you go, what's your follow? What's your Twitter again? At Ryan B. 
at Ryan B Comedy. Right. He's got over forty thousand. I know, man. Like I could use the boost. And he's been doing comedy five years. Yeah, I've been on Twitter for five years. What's your Twitter handle? Jeff Tate ninety six. Jeff Tate ninety six. Jeff Tate ninety six. Jeff Tate. I wrote a song about your uh, Twitter. That's fantastic. Sure, it's a play. It's on Broadway. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you don't follow Jeff Tate on his Twitter, no one knows what'll be. Jeff Tate, he's on Twitter. His tweets are the best. You know, they're great. Jeff Tate. I have a nice, uh, it's a nice uh, extension of my personality. There's funny jokes. There's information. There's a... Do you do 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 little news? Upset about... Well, it's sort of... I don't do, like, topical stuff, but... You do whatever you want. I love you. Why don't you tell people you love them on your Twitter once in a while? I do. Gabe, do you want to tell everybody that you love them? I started doing this thing, Todd, where... Uh, oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. This love bit can wait. No, let him... Let no, him... fuck this. No, no, no. Fuck it. I'm tired to... of all the love I got to throw out there. But I'm Quite frankly, I think people are taking advantage of me. It goes... Uh, <laughs> it kind of goes along with it, where I've realized that, like, Twitter can be used for good. Mm-hmm. And when I find, like... If I see someone's tweet where they're like they just had a real awful day, or if they tweet at me something like oh, this horrible thing happened, thanks for your album or whatever, uh, then I would just tweet to my followers like, "Hey, go make this person's day. Like, do something." Can nice, I tell you something? Tweet I... out their handle, and then uh, the whole day their timeline, their their mentions get blown up with like pictures of dogs dressed like bees and stuff. <laughs> it's adorable, Jeff. That's I love that you do that. I love and and believe me, I'm in agreement with you. And I'm the I say this over and over again because I don't take for granted everybody listens to every show. I'm the first person I I I started to get on the wrong side of, you know, oh, you know, the, yeah, people can write things anonymously. I get it, uh, but you know what? People overwhelmingly are so kind and so nice. I think the the four the, the analogy I use is a knife. It can cut people, but it yeah. can also operate on people. Yeah. So it's it, it's it's a yeah I get it but overwhelmingly I think that it's uh, great and people you can be so kind and people can do so anyway what did, did you want to say something I love you oh well you know what we're in the middle of a show and I'm glad that you express yourself <laughs> but now's not the time Gabe and you can go look him up online uh, Gabe what's your last name Steiner and you know he's it's a compliment he's a good looking guy he's probably 24 years old he plays the trumpet he's very talented but not in the middle of the show plus you don't know what I'm doing but let's go back to the bit say what you're supposed to say I love you alright listen Gabe how much of that was true Gabe are you 24 nah because he's supposed to he's, it's uncomfortable to be honest in the middle 25. of the show is, that, is this bit Ooh. suck is this bit shitty I thought we were on our way to an Abbott and Costello we bit doing a, I didn't think we were doing a bit like, I actually but like he's, he's saying I love you to the listeners, and <laughs> yeah, I acted like it was coming to me. Didn't really do anything for anybody in the room. Well, you know you what, guys Todd? are loads no. of shit. Todd? I no, I have you. to call it like I it is. You. We all love you. I was talking you about liked you. It? <laughs> Your improv skills. Are what? They're second to none. No one is as good at it <laughs> wow. as we are. As you are. Oh, thank so you. So that's why sometimes... You're right. I should be more some, patient. Yeah, sometimes we don't, we don't catch on so fast. You're the best at it. Everyone knows it. Wow. That's why every year I like to go to New York to the Todd Glass Marathon at the UCB. Uh, I guess there's two of them now, so whatever, just the regular, the first one. It's like 24 hours I'm straight. I'm so glad you're here. Can I welcome you here? Yeah. Have you bought Jeff Tate's new album? It's called Again. 
Top Comedy Productions put it out earlier this month, and now he's on with Todd Glass. Let's make it's it nice. Only been this, I got about some smoke. four years since he's done the show. <laughs> Welcome back. Here we go. Give some nice trumpet salute. For more reverb. Jeff Tate's our guest. For the full three hours. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter. Take it home. Take it home. Wow. Yeah. He looked at me like, Todd, I took it home already. I'm like, will you take it further home? Yeah, yeah, backyard. And he did. Wow. Don't just stop at the front porch. Can I tell you, I think that might have been unnecessarily pressure to throw your way. But you did it. You took it home. Now, can I, I'm, I'm being too George Carlin honest. When that note, to me, sounds like a beautiful note, even though it's breaking up. In the, in the, if, is that a note that you purposely hit sometimes? Or do you, do you understand my question, yeah, don't yeah. you? Like, it's breaking up, but yet it's still... It doesn't sound like, oh, someone hit, didn't hit the note singing. It's just a, a broken note. Is it a, is it a technique, or is it what, – what is that? It's a, t- it's a tough note for me to play. <laughs> right. It's, but it's, you know – But it does the job. There. It does the job. Right, right. When necessary. Okay. I'm saying it right then. Yeah. Well, I've heard big bands who can afford to hire any trumpet in the world, and they, do they purposely do that sometimes? Because I've gone to – you know, mostly online when I'm listening. I've never gone and seen anyone. Who the fuck am I lying to? But, like <laughs> – Oh, when I go see these bands, I, I've gone and see a f- few bands over the years, but not a lot. And I hear, I'm done talking about that. I go, went off on a, t- a tirade. Um, what was the last band you saw, Todd? Honestly? Yeah. I hate that. Why do you say honestly? Um, can I ask a question? Yes. I don't think my headphones are on. Oh, really? Well, we can fix that. We have a professional crew here. Yeah, I can't tell. Hello? Like, yeah, Hello? Now it sounds better. Yeah, now I can it hear It does? I can hear you better, yeah. But I can't hear me. And my headphones. You can't? I don't think so. Well, you would know. I don't know. My voice is also inside my head. Oh, my God. He's not Uh, nervous. Seriously. No, it's a little bit better. Gabe, put your trumpet down and go get my CPR kit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Todd, I forgot to tell you I'm allergic to fake smoke. You know what? I think everybody is, and I think I'm going to stop using it. I know you're (laughs) kidding, but I always feel like people, when it's in the studio, by the way, you can't only imagine, like, the songs playing, the disco ball's going, smoke is shooting. Like, Gabe is playing in a sea of smoke, but you see, it looks great. It looks really cool. Ryan was sitting over there smoking a cigar, just in case his girlfriend, is it your girlfriend or wife? Wife. What's your wife's name? Renee. Renee. It's Renee. How you doing? Oh, she's on the phone. It's Renee. She's on the phone. Renee, hi. It's Todd. How are you? Hello. Yeah, is this Renee? Yes, this is this is Renee. How you doing? Your boyfriend? Is it your boyfriend or husband? Well, he was my boyfriend, but he's my husband now. Well, uh, well, it's good to uh, talk to you. Are you, do you listen to the show regularly? Uh, who is calling? Todd Glass from the Todd Glass Show. Oh no, my my husband listens. He's a fan. I hear him talk about you. He does this thing where he tries to tell me things he heard on the podcast. Oh, you see, can I tell you something? And I do want to cut her off. She sounds like a ball of fun. <laughs> Hang up on her. God damn it. That was the, she was so negative. What's her name? Her full name. So we get the word out there about her. When, what is that? Her first name is what? Renee. Renee? Barassa. Barassa. And that was really her, right? No, no, honest. To, to potato salad, that was her, right? Yeah. 
Wow. Oh, to tell you the truth, it reminds me of that Henry Phillips song. Hey, hang on. It's ringing again. Is this true? Is it really ringing? Yeah. Hello? Oh, it's... Hey, it's, hey it's, Renee. Renee, you, I think you hung up on me. Well, um, I, I did because... I, I, know, I, I understand that you think that I'm being negative. I was just being honest. I know, but it hurt my feelings. I like to think everyone loves the show. You're gonna, oh, I love the show. I'm, I'm glad that you do the show. I'm glad that my husband likes the show. He has his own interests. I have my interests. I do a lot of latch hook. I I'm real I'm starting to do this embroidery. Can I, I can make, I tell I you make, something? Is he wearing one of his scarves? Is he wearing one of his scarves? I make scarves. Yes, he's wearing a scarf. Everybody's See, wearing a, a scarf. Oh, yeah, it's so scarf, nice. Oh, look at that scarf. Nice scarf. Oh, that's such a nice that's, scarf. Is that handmade? Oh, it's such you a can nice tell scarf. It's, uh, the oh, I've never seen it like that. Just, definitely. Just amazing. Oh, yeah, it's it so must, beautiful. It must have taken wow, so long. I made that scarf. I made I made that scarf, Todd. No, he's definitely got the scarf. Yeah. Oh, I. D- we're telling the truth. Yeah. Yes. He's definitely wearing the scarf. Do you think we're lying? It feels a little forced. Oh no, 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 no! no. no. We're definitely not yeah, lying. No. Why would we lie about never something? Never lie about it. It doesn't even make any sense. Why? It doesn't, why it doesn't even lying? make any He's sense. Wearing a scarf. Why? That wouldn't be bad or good for us, even if you did this. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't you make know, a difference. Yeah. I don't think why you would why think would we, we even would cover for him. It doesn't really matter because we wouldn't have the bad end of it, no matter what. Because you know, it's just it doesn't. It wouldn't benefit us. We would only lie. We need that benefit. But if he is or isn't wearing your scarf, it wouldn't even matter. But so we wouldn't say it if he wasn't wearing it. He's absolutely wearing the scarf. Honestly, why would I lie about something like that? He hasn't taken off. What color is it? Because I'm bluish, reddish, purplish, blackish, bluish, reddish, purple, a little black, a little blue, a little blackish, greenish, bluish, gray, bluish, striped and polka dots, but yet it's solid and gray-ish, or maybe a little darker. Todd, it's white. It's oh, yeah, 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 it oh, yeah, 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 there's a light in here, it's so dark in here, it looked like it was so dark, I didn't know, and then you look close, you're like, of course it's white, it's white as the snow, of course it is, of course it is, oh, that's so funny how you notice it's white as soon as you look at it closer, and then you take your time, and then it's absolutely the whitest scarf you've ever seen in the entire world. Then what? Then what is this white scarf sitting on the back of our recliner? Oh. What scarf is he wearing? I just found I just found the scarf I made for him. For our I didn't say he had a scarf. I didn't say no, what no, scarf? no. I didn't scarf? say. I said he I, might. I, I, I said he might. I said him. I said maybe he's wearing a scarf. No, no, no. He specifically said it because I remember. And I was like, is he wearing a scarf? And I said maybe. Yeah, you matter of fact. Hold on, hold on. I'll tell you what I'm going to do right now. I can re Aristotle. Don't give me. We can. Are you still there? Yes. We can record, we can rewind the show and play it in real time, and I'm going to play, just go back around three minutes, and I think it's when you said, is he wearing a scarf? Yes. Is he wearing a scarf? No. No, 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 no. he's got no, no scarf. Absolutely not. What? Absolutely You can see his chest no right now. No fucking scarf. Through his shirt. There's no scarf. There's no scarf. There were no scarves allowed. There's a sign on the door. No scarves allowed. No scarf at all. No scarves are no good. There's a no scarf in the barn rule. 
Well, I. I so stand, that was I, that I was just corrected. I played that. I stand corrected. Uh, I I believe I misheard you. I thought he was. No. I thought you said he was wearing. No, a scarf. absolutely not. You just heard us just play it. Will you tell him to? Uh, will you tell him to hurry home? Because I'm looking to get fucked. Oh. <laughs> Say that again. Say, because I'm looking to get... Because I'm looking to get fucked. It's Jeff Cave on the Todd Glass Show, America. We're going to be here all night long. Two hours of a show tonight. We're glad you're here with us. As always, Gabe, always good to have him here playing the trumpet. Ryan is sitting over in the corner. Also, Aristotle is at the soundboard tonight. And sitting across from me to the left doing the music tonight is Aaron. And Jeff Tate is our guest. How fucking happy is this? Part of our summer concert series. Can you put a lot of reverb in there? Look, Jeff... I got a show to do. He's fucking. Did Chad Can you do something about the way Nick looks? <laughs> he looks. He looks just like the guy my ex girlfriend left me for. Nick, who? Him? Oh, you want him? To, oh, you, yeah. You want? But I'll get He's him new glasses. The same, like the hat, the glasses, and the beard. Like it's the same look. I'll get and him I just new wanna, glasses. Like I just keep like every Wait, time I see him out of the side of my eye, I have a. Oh, this a fucking panic attack? guy. Oh, Wait, you're this back, fucking Jeffy? dickhead. This guy. Look at Aristotle when you think of that. You, thought, no, you know what? Come to think of it, you remind me of my sister. I don't even know what that. That was, that was not even a. Um, Aristotle's everything okay? How come I can't hear you? Because I'm not saying anything. Oh, okay. That's a trick. Uh, that actually makes a lot of sense. So here's what I want to talk about real quick. Thank you, Chad Daniels, for uh, uh, emailing me and said I'm proud of you. You know what? That makes me smile, Chad Denick. Thank you. So you said something the other day, which I wrote down here, believe it or not. I also wrote down, the only other thing I have on this thing, we all said we I love you, was call Eric later. But I'm going to rip that off, because we can do that in like an hour. I'll put that over there. Okay. And um, you said something the other night. That's the only other thing. I didn't, I don't, by the way, from now on, oh, we're going to talk about Bernie, but later in the show. Okay. From now on, this is not really to you. I'm just telling you in general. Uh, I'm not going to do the shows where I want to talk about stuff up front because I get so into it, and then I'm just going to do separate shows. And I think it would be a new way I'm going to do it. But in the middle of the show, I love, I can't wait to talk to you about Bernie because it's, I, I think you have some, you said one thing, one thing out of many that I love, and I repeat it a lot, but I'll tell you what it is Man, later. I'm, oh, good. Tell me because I so don't here's what, have to remember. No, no, I'll, re- I'll remember, but you'll, you'll articulate it better than me if I just feed it to you. Okay. But um, you said something the other day. It has to do with, um, uh, uh, I'm sorry. It has to do with David Bowie and Prince. And I'm going to let you, you know, you remember what you said? About when you tell guys. Not, you know, not specifically, but. You said that, you know, when people say like, and some really good, I think a lot of really good parents do it. I got an email a while back. It was, it was a beautiful email because it was from someone who was, they weren't a parody of like, hey, don't wear pink, it's for girls. No. But he said I was gently doing it. And I didn't even want to do that to my child. He was saying, hey, he wanted pink for his room. And his dad was like, hey, well, let's look at some boy colors. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But gentle and sweet and kind. But he goes, why even that am I doing it? It's, it's, it's not the most egregious thing. And he wrote me an email and he said, he remember went back in 
And I, I, you know, it's one of those emails you cry when you read it because I believed it. I believed his story was true and he told it, not fabricated. But he goes, I remember thinking I want to ask him again what his favorite colors are and hopefully I didn't fuck with his head. And he went back and he's still like pink. And he goes, inwardly, I was like, God, yes, before I f- started tam- t- tapering it with it at all. Tam- tampering with it at yeah, all. Yeah. And uh, you said that about both of those guys. But that made it okay to be weird? No, that, <laughs> didn't you say that, I thought you, you probably did say this. And once I say it, you'll be like, I did say that. You said they were so in touch with every feeling, you know, whether it, you know what I mean? Their sensitivity, their, yeah. and they were fucking men. Yeah. They were both men, right? Yeah, yeah, they were just. But they were they, they, so. If you want to like that, that that does represent being a man. Even though on paper, someone might say, "Hey, don't do this or don't do that." But like those guys were fucking men. Those two, those two dudes made everything cool. Like it didn't. There was no. It made they made gender real fluid. Uh, and those things like pink and purple, like Paisley yeah. Park is the name of his uh, record label, and his compound, like where he lived, he called it Paisley Park. Who who Prince. And that's like, my granddad would think that was gay, but Prince is cool. Like Prince made made it okay for jocks to like some at least to at least like someone who wore purple. That's so sad. Yeah, I know. Not sad. You know what's sad? The sad where it's like ridiculous. But that's I mean that's that's the other thing that it has to be like you got to be you you had to be Prince or David Bowie in 1980 to do that. Now they're maybe both- not 1980, but let's say 1995. And now, they're both dead. Yeah, conspiracy? You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. We'll talk about dead singers. When we come back right after this, we're going to be here with Jeff Tate as our guest tonight. We'll talk about dead singers. By the way, that's not teasing you. That's like if you overproduce. <laughs> that's just me overproducing any show because yeah. I'm the one who brought it up. But yeah, I thought I like these because it, see, it could seem like Oh, if, uh, no shit type of a thing, but, you know, it, it still needs to be pointed out. And, and, you know, yeah, those guys were comfortable with. I used to say comfortable with their. Um, uh, who cares? I'm done this conversation. If, if you have a kid and your kid wants to wear something pink and you think, well, you can't wear pink. That's not cool. You're a boy. Well, I, c- do you are you now like are you comfortable in your head saying you know more about what looks cool than prints? Because you don't. <laughs> well, let, let's let's say you're a parent, and again, I think this is the only parent I want to represent because I bet it's, if there's anybody that's under this category, it would be like that guy who emailed me, and I think that's the only way you make a point here. He emailed me. I get what he meant. Like he didn't just aggressively yell at his son. He was like, you know, hey, and real soft, and uh, and what if it's what if they perceive it to be more of a a, a woman th- uh, of what they perceive to be a woman thing than even color. What if it's like he wants to wear a, a, a type of clothing? Or, and, and, and here's what I came up with, and I, I would bet almost Dr. Kevin Sousa or Dr. Kevin Sousa could answer this in a, in a, in a, factually, but I'm going to take a stab at it, that you think you might be doing them a favor. Like, what are you going to do? You've got to teach this kid that he can't you know, do certain things. If he paints his nails and he's in third grade, he's going to get teased at school. You can only decide whether that is something worth stopping if you're sure that the other end of creativity, you're bouncing it outright. Are you really looking at it from what you're taking from him? Could he get teased, but then later he would have expressed himself in a different way that would let him or her, him or her, be exactly who they were? Maybe it's a price 
it's worth taking it on the front end of getting maybe picked on. Although in the perfect world, I would love to see no child get picked on. Obviously, we're just right. comparing reality to reality. That maybe uh, uh, you know they would. I don't, I just don't picture a therapist saying, "No, no, you're doing the right thing. You got to prevent that kid." Not because the therapist who understands the human mind wants a child to get picked on at school, but they're weighing it on what it does in the in the in the after, in the later years of stumbling or stifling any creativity. So I just think you got to be very careful, even when you do it with a sweet tone in your voice. I say you do it. Uh, you do whatever you want, and if you <laughs> you have a if you have a kid. Then you say uh, you say something like, "Well, there are people at school who are dicks, so you can do this." I one hundred percent am on board with you dressing however you want, painting your nails, whatever. But if you go to school, people are going to be assholes about it. You can it. say it in a nice so way. Right, right. Wanna, if you don't want to, if you don't want to deal with that, then yeah, you can just wear your dumb jeans and then come home and put this on, and I'll paint. You're your making nails fun and... of the jeans he doesn't want to wear. Yeah. By the yeah, way, yeah. you know what, Jeff? That's a really. I mean, it's funny, like. But it's kids can kids can understand things. It's the adults that think kids don't understand things. Right. But kids figure no, things out way, and adapt you, way faster than adults do. But you just said that. It's funny as it comes out of your mouth. I go. I bet that's pretty close to the way exactly, if not exactly the way you do it. You can warn him of that type of behavior. You don't have see what most people do is go. What should you do? Just let him like it's one or the other. No, there might be something in between you haven't thought of. Like you can say this is what might happen. I want you to be ready for it. Sometimes people can be mean when you do things that are what you should be doing. Whatever you want, some people get caught up. You explain to the truth yeah, to him, yeah. but um, it- and then and then you're right. So he's ready for it. And then he still makes his own decision. So you're still you're not throwing him to the lions. You're saying just be ready for this, but you're not preventing him by stopping him. Right, right. Or her. And I hate also, that I keep saying him. Both sexes get caught up with this I under- shit. I understand. I understand what you're saying. But uh, if a girl wore jeans and a t-shirt to the third grade, that's different than if a than if a boy wore a dress to the third. No, grade. No, but for them it would be mas- uh, things that we have deemed masculine. But they don't even. But even like even like jeans and a t-shirt is gender neutral. Yeah, but you. But we're just listing things right, that right. don't apply. They have right, things right. that apply. Right, right. I'm not defying so, that they're not the, the, but if, the same. So, and if that if that situation, if I was in that situation, and my and my and my son said, "No, I would like to wear a dress and paint my nails." Aaron, shut the music off. That's rude. And he goes to school, and everyone's an asshole. Then, uh, uh, rather than you know what, if you have a kid who's really fucking good at basketball, you will. Work your ass off and send him to a school where he can thrive as a basketball player or as a uh, one of them performing arts high schools or whatever. And if I had a kid who wanted to who uh, felt more comfortable wearing a dress to school, then I would just go find a school where he would be comfortable, where the where the people aren't uh, assholes. And exactly. The, and and the, by the way, and the grownups are paying attention to. Uh, you're you're brilliant. You're brilliant. And by the way. Here's what you're basically saying, just in case anyone's thinking this. Well, that's great if you have those means. You know, all it's saying is that you do whatever you can do. Sometimes you could find schools like that that are even free. But I think the bigger thing that we're definitely saying, and we, I don't have children, but I still have nephews and nieces, uh, is that you, uh, you don't want to just think that stopping it uh, is, is the good thing and try to convince yourself you're doing it for them. It's short term. makes life a little easier. Nah, you're doing it for yourself. Well, I think, by the way, I think, here's the thing, I think it's better and safer always to reach the people you need to reach with this stuff, is you don't throw them all into one, I bet it's people in every category, I bet there's people that are doing it for themselves, and those people know it, it takes two minutes to go inward and go, why don't I want him to push 
uh, to wear a girl's purse when I'm when when everyone comes over. Is it for him? The kids don't seem to, or you can go right away. This is for me if you're honest with yourself. But there's definitely people going, "No, no, no, honestly." And they mean it. Uh, yeah. they're not lying. So Well, yeah, I mean if you live in if you live in South Philly, hey, watch it. You got a lot of nerve, Tate. I have like a regular amount of nerve of a person who's been to South Philly. <laughs> when have you been to South Philly? Well, I took you there four nights in a row to get two oh, cheesesteaks oh each my night. God, it was four so days much before fun. you had a heart attack. That's so true. South Philly, uh, my favorite, my favorite thing in the world is how they opened a, the exact same cheesesteak place across the street from the other cheesesteak yeah. place. You know what I want to do? <laughs> if they don't start getting nicer, both of them, and I'm open, serious, open a third one that's nice. No, I'll tell you that. Well, you're 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 close. And I'm serious about this. I think this would make a great show. Open a fourth one? No. <laughs> <laughs> how close am I? <laughs> well, you do a documentary. Here's how I would do it. It's a documentary, but it could be a show that lives on Netflix, where I go to these soup Nazis, because that's what they are. They're, they're not the worst end of it. The Pats and Genos have tens the, the worst soup Nazi in the world. Soup Nazi, to me, just deems the phrase. Their, their product is so good that, that, to me, that's what soup Nazi means. It doesn't mean a mean guy at a shitty place. No. Soup Nazi, I coined that with the food is so good or the ice cream so good that they deem that they can be mean to people. And they do. They get away with it. And I don't think it's cute. That was I, you? I, you came up with the phrase soup Nazi? No, from I came. No, no, of course, that's from Seinfeld. <laughs> but before that, you would just go, oh, they're mean. But what I mean is some people would, I, I was with someone once, and they said the soup Nazi about, it was the uh, 7-Eleven, and they go, oh, that guy's a soup Nazi. No, 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 you have to have good product. Yeah, no, and that's why you think you can be such an asshole, because your cheesesteaks are so good. On a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the worst, I'll, I'll be honest, they're about a 6 they're about a six, but of, guess what? I still don't appreciate it. Of Pats and Genos? Pats and Genos. They're about of, a six. They can be pretty nice. Like a six out of ten. You said ten being the ten worst. Ten being the worst, they could be a six. A five so, and a six. So they're like right in the middle. Right so in the middle. Is one the best? One is no, no, none of that bullshit. One, all, practically none. Zero is the best grade you can get. Ten zero is the worst. Zero is the best grade for how good their zero, is. Zero percent of the bullshit. And, uh, and they're a ten? Why are you guys laughing? Because my... I know I should change it around, but I tried to stick to it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I tried to act like I wasn't blinking. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a, the the for real one to ten rating of Pats and Genos. <laughs> they're both a fucking zero. Oh, you think there's no? They're not mean at all. No, I think they're super mean, and I okay. think their product is garbage. Well, well, let me tell you this. I do like them. They're good. The cheesesteaks. I do enjoy them. But I think it's. I think all those pictures oh. of cops are weird. I think the <laughs> food. I think the meat. Is they have a million pictures of cops all over the place. It yeah, says, yeah. don't mess with us. We give every one of these guys. They're, look at them. They're all pretty beefy, and they all get free cheesesteaks. So you think there's a problem here? They're going to come protect you? They've been eating free cheesesteaks here for the last 20 years. That's what those pictures say. Yeah, don't yeah. fuck around. Do every you know, one of these motherfuckers doesn't pay when he comes here and gets cheesesteaks. Do, do you know what I'm not worried about? What? An old fuck who ate Pats and Gino's every day for 20 years. That's a guy I could startle to death. What do you mean? I mean, if one of them cops wanted to fuck with me just because he got free cheesesteaks or whatever, he's the guy that eats cheesesteaks at Pats and Gino's all the but time. But he has a gun. Yeah, but it's... He's no, got, yeah, he's but got nothing. The odds that he can get his fat fucking sausage it. finger through the trigger hey, why guard... Did the, why, where's the anger come from? Uh, 
I don't like Pats and Geno's, and I don't like that they're mean, and I don't like even if they were nice. I, by the way, I by still the way, probably wouldn't go there. Can I tell you, to George Carlin, I'm honest. I, I, I wasn't. I, I was writing you off for maybe blowing it off a little bit, but you're right. You're right, and I've said some of what you're saying, but for some reason, I used to settle as you're right. I shouldn't go there. No, they're famous. Oh, That's oh, all they are. I shouldn't go there. By the way, I will stand by this because I think someone listening will go with me a little better than you if we say this. You might disagree, but I'm just saying we're going to go down pretty much the same path. You've changed the way I feel a little, but I will say this. Look, I'm not talking about w- what's in it or is cheese good for you or is meat good for No, no, no. I'm talking about it, those places are both immaculate. Um, let, me, let me just – and I do enjoy the cheesesteak. There's something very good about the roll and the condiments and everything. I don't think they give you a shitty product. Uh, I don't think you get to be like that with a shitty product. That's what it pisses me off about it. But with that in mind, my show would be, here's how much. I agree with you, and I shouldn't go there, even at a five or a six. You know what you should allow? Uh, by the way, I have a, it's a weird to judge it because you have to judge it the opposite, I thought. Like, if 100% is the best service, let's say, that's probably easier to do it. 100% is the best service. Then, yeah, I think it's like... I don't know, 40%, 50% teetering in that area. It's a, Be- and I'll tell you why. F minus. And by the way, you're right, because when they're mean, it's so mean that just someone that's not mean, you go, they're nice. No, they're not nice. They're just not mean. That's how they've really dumbed it down so much. That, they, by the uh, way, I hope they don't recognize me when I go. Uh, they, <laughs> they have created a situation where it is prohibitively stressful to go there. They did take down the signs, which I'll give them a little credit for, about, say, if you don't understand English, go to the back of the line. Yeah, I, they those, did take those, those always down. piss me off a lot. But just the simple fact that if you like, if I walked up there and I go, oh, I don't want, uh, I don't want the cheese whiz, and I don't like onions, uh, they tell me to fuck off. Like that's not the right way to do it. Yeah. They, they have another code or whatever where where they're like, so you want it like they're real condescending and shitty, and it's like, oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry, I, I don't work here, dummy. Like just because you write it down like this, you understood what I meant when I said no onions, right? Give me a fuck. I got money. Give me a fucking sandwich, or I'll go to Mama's, where it's way better. Mama's in Balakinwood. What's it called? Mama's Pizzeria. Mama's, say it again. Mama's Pizzeria. Talk about it. It's fantastic. Good roll, good bread, good meat, lots of meat. The meat is, uh, it's done well. It's not overcooked. It doesn't taste like, it doesn't taste like they chopped up a Chuck Taylor. You really... You really love this place, Mama's, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. As far as cheesesteaks go, that's the place I would recommend. Where are they at? In, in Balakinwood. Balakinwood. Yeah. Mama's. Mama's Sounds pizzeria. like if you had to say something, you go, Mama's, you're going to go, and you're going to love it. Yeah, yeah. They're closed Sunday and Monday. Wow, good for them. You know why they're closed Sunday and Monday? Because they're good. Because they know how to be fair to the employees. Give but them also, two days also off. They, give, they, they have a good enough product that you'll deal with not, not going, you know? Like, they don't lose... They just they're just busy Okay, so you're going to like my show. So basically, I'm, I I agree with you 100%. Like I, not that we both have to agree on this. I could go I still go and I hate it. But no. I hope that I don't weaken and go when I'm there because by the way, again, I want to make sure what I'm saying. I don't want to get podcast hangover. Wawa's got a better cheesesteak than And how about how far, Okay, so so yeah. The whole thing with you're right cuz I know how to order. So I never deal with that. I forgot about that. So you're re-reminding me, but hold on one second. So um, that the, the the first time I went was with you, but I must because have ordered you, right by then. No, I learned very you, young. You know how to order. Yeah, I went very young. Two with, and then I. It's like Seinfeld episode. I hate to be one of those people. It's just like yeah, it is. It's like okay, did I do it right? Did I have my money out? Did I? And then like, by the way, I don't want the other extreme either. 
I don't think they should have to put up with assholes in line. That is not what is happening. Yeah. The soup Nazi will be mean. I respect someone that's doing well enough to say fuck you to the assholes. Yeah. I really do. You've been in business. If someone comes in, we all know the customers and always right. It's not even in the gray area. They just – it doesn't matter what. So knowing all that – I agree. I'm not going to go there anymore. And here's what I'm going to do for my new show if I had a lot of money. Like, if I had money, like, who, who, you know, anybody out there that you go, they have money. Like, Louis C.K. can fund that own project to his. Somebody like that that is a stand-up comedian in, the, in this. Um, to go open up a third place. And I, first I go to them. I do a documentary, and I tell them what I'm going to do. I'm being serious, but I know it, it might never happen. But I think it would be interesting. Maybe that's a better way. Don't make, pretend I'm trying to sell it to the network. Would you watch it if it was on television? That's a better way to tell someone a show's a good idea. Because when you're trying to explain the concept, everyone's trying to figure out how it would be done. When you explain it as on already, that's a good way to find out if one of your show ideas is a good idea. Tell it to someone as it's already on. Oh, did you see on this I... or did you see on that? And you explain the show. Zach Galvanakis is doing it. And if it's good, they'll go. Because they, they, they're not trying to figure out how it'll get done or how they'll sell it. It doesn't mean they have to love it, but they're not going to say they don't like it because it couldn't be done. And that's how you find out to be like, that's a fucking great idea. And you're like, though, based off what you've said so far, have you watched Nathan for you? Because it sounds a little bit like Nathan. No, no. no, Nathan's for you is a joke. I, yeah. I don't mean a joke writing it off. I mean, it's a... I am no, 100% positive I, by the way, Todd wants to open a third working yes, cheesesteak restaurant that will live on in perpetuity where people can get just as good or better a product with I, nicer It gets people. worse. It gets worse because it gets better. Uh, by the way, yeah, so, so... And it's not that this could ever be done. That's why I'm saying just enjoy it. Like, if somehow I had the money to go... I spent more on that than I got out of it, but I loved rec- doing it. And I think it could end up being a very... I go there and I talk to both of them. I go, I'm going to open this up. I don't think it's kind. I don't think it's nice. I think it got away with it for a long time. I'm going to give you the opportunity to change the behavior. Or <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to be kind. Because let me tell you something. You'd have some shit done. Here's why it's an interesting show. And, I, and this is what I forgot until I'm just telling it what somebody told me. I talked about this about two years ago. I had the same idea. They go, not that you should know this, Todd, but there's going to be anger in, in certain situations. doesn't mean it doesn't make for a good documentary. But you are fucking with people that have had and, – and, and that's how much I think it's worth fucking with them. I don't think it's cute. I don't think it's like, oh, it's bad service. No, you're a fucking bully, and yeah. you get to get away with it way too long. And, and, and I have I, – it's, it's the opposite of what you think. I have such revere for people that are in the service industry. When they know how to do it, it just it's great. You get to do something. You sit there. You have a meal. You know what it's like when majority of the time you get a good waiter or waitress. They make the whole experience great just by being there and being present and a little bit of love. I don't want too much. I'm not the customer that bothers them. Just come to the table, say you're not mad to be here by your energy, and you go your way, you get everything, we're not going to bother you all night long, and then they're the opposite of that. Yeah. They're the opposite of that. It's like so, a- so, I, so I go to them, and, I'm, and if they don't want to, I start building the place. And then you know what I do? I give all the money to charity. Every penny I give to charity, and I make it half the price. Here's, what, here's another. Here's ah. another there's a cheesesteak cheese place called Pat's. Cheesesteaks, and there's a cheesesteak place called Gino's. You're explaining this steaks. to the people that aren't in, right? right and right, and right. to you because this is what I think you should name yours. So there's one called Pat's Pat's Cheesesteaks and one called Gino's Cheesesteaks. Pinos, but there is not one called Pat's and Gino's. Ah. <laughs> 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 It's like uh, the comedy oh attic. Jared at the comedy attic. All the people that work there, they're very nice to the. They're very nice to the customers. Jared's very nice and respectful. And then 
they all get the benefit of the doubt. But as soon as you waste that or you use it up, you're done. Like he let he's not an asshole to them preemptively. No, no. That's what Pat Sanginos does. It's almost like, oh, I've been here. Like it's like you walk up to the window and every time you get there, they're at the fucking last second of a ten hour shift. Yeah, you're you're saying at the at the places well, any good comedy club and and certainly uh the the comedy attic in in Bloomington. Wow. I mean, let me tell you something. I, I'd never get tired of talking about how much I respect him. And uh it, you know, he 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 loves that audience to be right. He has molded them. Let me tell you something. If anybody knew anything, because I don't know anyone that is more obsessed with it than me, and that's a big compliment. And let me tell you something. It is soothing to work at that room. And I believe that any club, if even some of the good chains, and I'm not going to mention them, said, man, we have something to learn from this. We should follow this model. It costs nothing. It really does cost nothing to just, he just puts so much emphasis on that show and wanting them to be ready that I really respect it, and um, that curtain to the stage left, where and the bathrooms are behind it. That curtain is all you need to know about how he runs that club. Every club in the country wouldn't it would not curtain. have occurred to them to put a curtain. Well, the there. doors probably opened up one night. He went, no, you. Well, we're watching a show. We can't watch doors open near and close. And near, he puts like, the curtain as, up. as well as I can remember. That has been there the entire time. Well, he thought like, about I, it before. I worked there like maybe. Three or four months after they opened the first time, and I, I believe it was there then, and that is that is conscientious. That is a guy who looked at his room and said, "How do I make this the best room for?" And it shows it does not have to be. And you'll understand. You'll help me say this because you get as soon as it's coming out of my mouth. But it's not. It's not a, a five million dollar room. It is a bare bones room. Yeah. But it feels like you're. At it a was hip. an existing room. And it, uh, but he he went in there and he yeah. cleaned it up. But I'll tell you one thing: when you walk in there, it feels, for a lack of a better word, hip. Even though, even though you know, it's not like one of those seven million dollar improvs. Uh, but by the way, there's seven million impro- improvs. There are some clubs that are five. You know. Three million dollar clubs and creatively get it, but not always. Yeah. Uh, it, that's what I'm not. I'm not saying it has to be one or the other, but it tends to be there's a club a, like this where a there's guy. A, there's a reason there's not Spago and ev- off every fucking exit. <laughs> like they made one and they did their best to make one good thing, and the minute you start, because they could make five million dollar Spagos everywhere, it would not be as good. No, that's what we, we the, finally came to the conclusion. I think on my own about Wawa, why they don't go everywhere. I bet factually, with stats, they can tell you the bigger a corporation gets. It doesn't mean you can't keep it pretty good. Let's say it's a McDonald's or a, whatever they are. It doesn't mean that they can't do a pretty good job, even though they're nationwide. But I bet they know, literally with numbers, every time you go to another state, even if it's a, a smidget, it goes. And that's why you see McDonald's once in a while. I'm not talking about the quality of their food, so if you're out there, and, you know, I'm just talking about. And you, and, and you go into a McDonald's once in a while with a filthy bathroom. And, you know, the problem is, you know, that wherever you that's why it's so dangerous when they have that, because yeah. what's the people go to McDonald's for predictability. So th- now, you know, when you walk into a McDonald's and you see a filthy bathroom, that's what you're going to expect for the next seven months. Yeah, because you've seen it in your head and you know that it's the same at every McDonald's. So it better be on the clean side. So with Wawa, I talked about it last night with Eric Olson, and I bet it's just that it couldn't be what it is. And I hope I hope I, I think that they're all within uh Richmond. I think, no, I think that they're all within a radius of their suppliers, so they don't have to get new suppliers, so that the quality, so that everything oh. is kind of standardized, so they know what's coming in and what's going out. 
and they can make like so that way they can put those sandwiches on their menu and it's the same sandwiches and they're going to be the same and they're going to taste the same. You know what I love there? That Italian beef. I, I like love, that Italian pork roast. I go there and it gives me a kick. I get that Wawa coffee. It gives me the kick I need. <laughs> huh? That's why that Wawa. Wawa coffee. Go in, get it, be treated nice. It's a friendly atmosphere. I guarantee you someone's going to hold the door for you. Get a cup of coffee and get that kick you need. <laughs> get some of our gasoline. You ever put that in your car, that stuff, like Wawa gasoline? You know what it does? You start your car up. It's like, wow. There you go. <laughs> they pay me. They should pay me. They got uh, their chili mac is real good. <laughs> uh, Wawa. Yeah, I go in there sometimes at night when I was driving home. Yeah. And I, what's wait? Wait. Let me stop and be a good interviewer. What is chili mac? Sure, I'm a good interviewer. It's chili and macaroni and cheese mixed together. <laughs> it's, it's oh, good. it sounds good. Yeah. You ever have lobster and macaroni? Lobster and macaroni. I and did cheese? have a lobster macaroni and cheese a few like maybe two weeks ago. It was my mom's birthday, and I told her I'd take her anywhere she wanted to go for dinner, and she picked Red Lobster. So what did your mom end up getting? Uh, she got a grilled shrimp thing uh, with a lot of grilled shrimp and, I believe, a piece of steak. And I got uh, some kind of one of them captain's feasts or whatever <laughs> where I removed. It had lobster tail, and I'll be honest. Lobster tail. At Red Lob- I mean, it's called Red Lobster. Are you going to talk about lobster? No, I just kind of thought it would be better. Can I give you a little background music? No, please don't. You don't want any? No, no. no. Uh, All right, well, go ahead. Just tell your story. No, and I got, but I got lobster bisque. I got lobster tail. I got uh, the lobster macaroni and cheese. Them Cheddar Bay biscuits are off the wow. charts. Shrimp. I didn't want crab you legs. Said, you That's said, what I wanted. Was you I said, I'm going to be honest about something. What was that? Uh, Remember, I'm going to be honest. I thought it was like you weren't liking something there. No, no, no. I was actually, I enjoyed myself. And we hadn't been there in like 15, like I probably hadn't eaten a red lobster in 20 years. And my dad's allergic to shellfish. And Oy. the older he gets, the less uh, willing to compromise he is in any way. Yeah, they get, yeah, I get it. And uh, I get it. But to the point where he like, he wasn't even, like, he doesn't even, like, with my mom's, like, oh, I'll just go to Red Lobster. I'll get you something from Outback. He's like, oh, why do we have to? I'm like, well, that seems like a perfectly reasonable fucking thing. She's going to make an extra stop so you could get your fucking food. Well, I can't eat a Red have Lobster because they, they cook, they cook, they, uh, they, have, their... they cook the shellfish in the same kitchen. Oh. Like, okay, do you know what's on the menu at Outback? Lobster tail, shrimp, crab right. legs. Like, what are you, an asshole? Like, <laughs> And the answer is kind of yes. Here's is what it? I'm going to do. Hello? Oh, is this... Uh... This is Jeff's dad. Oh, hey, Jeff. Dad. <laughs> hey, name? is this Todd? Yes, I can tell it's you because you're on a phone. I hear the phone sound effect. Yes, yes. Or I mean the regular phone. This the Those way it vibrate. I have one of those vibrate. Uh, I have one of those landlines that will make your landline vibrate. <laughs> are you... Are you are you doing something else right now, Todd? Hello. I demand you pay one hundred percent attention to me. I am, yes, Mister Tate. I will Tate. throw a fit. Yeah, Mister Tate. Jeff's talking about you here. It sounds like you're. Can, maybe you Jeff. should. Jeff Dunham. No, isn't it your son? Isn't aren't you Jeff? Oh dad? yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a kid named Jeff too. Uh, <laughs> I like that Jeff Dunham guy though. You that do. Walter, I really. Walter, you like it? Walter really gets it's me. It's good. Oh, I like that Walter. What do you love about it? Ah, oh, he's old. I'm old. He's cranky. I'm a dick. <laughs> Funny you relate with him. Yeah, I relate to Walter. I also kind of like that dead terrorist, right? Am I right? 
That's the best kind of terrorist, am I right? Dead, dead is that terrorist. what he says? Ahmed the dead Is that terrorist. what he says? Is that what who says? Jeff Dunham. Oh, I've never actually seen a show. <laughs> I saw you, pictures of him painted on the wall of the Hollywood Improv. You just look up YouTube clips? I just Googled, who's that puppet? And it came up Walter. And I was like, I dig this puppet. Well, he's got a cool shirt. And, uh, I mean, I, I watch it, but Jeff Dunham is one of the What's, the, what's the reason for the call? I'm a little afraid. Oh, uh. And I didn't mean to oh, be rude. Is, is, uh, is Jeff Dunham there? No, Jeff Dunham is not here. Do you know how to make Netflix play on my TV then? Jeff Dunham? No, you, oh, Todd. Yeah. You said your name is Todd, right? I'm Todd Glass, host of the show. Well, this my, is the Todd, you called into the Todd Glass my show. Son, my son's out of town, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't he's know here. How, he's a, he's, he's where? here at my house. He's where? He's not here. He's doing my podcast. He's sitting at the table with me. Why would me. you say he's here? Jeff, talk to I your look dad. Ar- I look around. He's not here. Jeff, talk to your dad. What's up, Pop? No, no, Jeff. Hey, Pop. Oh, I don't... What do you... Todd said you were here. And I look around. You're not here. Are you there? Is he's that what here. Todd meant? Did Todd meant he's yes, there? Yes, he's here. Listen, Wait, why do you keep saying... Jeff, can we... Can we... Hold on. Can we do something? Todd, I think you've confused him. Here's what I want to do with your dad, because... Um, oh, I, I wouldn't mind hanging up. No, 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 no. This Is call he... has gone a little can longer. Can I ask you a question? He's running out of minutes. Does he drink? No, 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 he doesn't drink. Oh, he doesn't? No, no. Here's what I want to do. This is all just pure personality. <laughs> There's no liquor involved. No. It's just him at his best. No excuse. Here's what I like. Hey, are to you do. guys talking about drinking? You know who I like? Aristotle. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I'm a big fan of that guy, that uh, rock and roll singer, the Ted Nugent fella. I didn't mean to that be. That guy rude. doesn't drink or do drugs. I didn't mean to be rude, but I didn't get your name. My name is uh, Jeff's dad. All right, I get it. But what is your real name? Ron. Hey, Ron. Ron, hey, we, we have to take a break. Yeah? And I'm going to Wait, is this some sort of show? Yeah, you're on a... a oh, call- long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Megan Ditto's Rush. I am calling... Okay, I did not know I was on a show. I am calling to find out what... What do these Hillary supporters have no, sir, to say No, it's not that about- type of show. It's not... I, you're just now just is this asking... Not, is this is it, not well, Rush? it's not that I might not talk about I that mean, later. I my phone rings. I answer it. What what happens? Like, what do you want to say? Sometimes I just grab my phone and I start talking. Sometimes people are there, sometimes they're not. Is this a radio show? It, yeah, yeah, what do you want to say about Hillary? I want to say... Uh, don't be stupid. How, how do... Uh, uh, hey, hang on. You don't get to tell me not to be stupid. Maybe you're the stupid one. You're one of them Hollywood liberal elites. Is that what it is? Sitting in your sitting in your wood. Garage. I wasn't talking to the character. I was talking to you. I was telling Wait, you. You were Jeff talking Tate. to me. Well, the guy behind that voice—that's a character you're doing. And I was telling the real Jeff Tate, "Don't say anything. I have to edit later." Oh, it's you so, worried? So are you worried layers. that I'm you understand? Say, do you understand? Are you, gonna, are you worried that I'm going to say something terrible about Hillary? Uh, well, I can't. Like, there's not. I mean, the only thing I can say is why? How come? Uh, hey, hey, Hillary. I got one of them suits. That's all. That's all I wanted all right, to say well, about that's it. That's okay. That like, doesn't. Why, how come you're dressed like you're dressed like uh? No, you like don't. Diane Keaton. No, we don't make it about clothes. We don't make oh, it. about Oh, I don't clothes. follow politics. I just have strong opinions on candidates. I know, but we don't. We can base them on things she says. We don't have to make fun of what it. I get say? it's tempting. I get it's tempting. Here's here's but here's what she says. Hold on, you gotta Benghazi. listen. You gotta I love listen. Benghazi. You gotta that's listen. a Hillary Clinton quote. I think she's going to claim maybe next year, in a month from now, she'll be like, no, I'm gay. I've always been gay. <laughs> she'll totally oh, morph into me, like, 
She goes, I'm a black girl from Minneapolis. Let me honestly I'm a black say. gay girl. She'll be like, I've always said I was a black gay girl from Minneapolis. And people are like, in all fairness, Hillary, we can't find any quotes of you saying it. I did because I've always said it. And when I moved out here to California as a young black girl, because the advisors say, you just keep fucking saying young black gay girl. So all the way in the car, she's like, I was a young black gay girl. And eventually people go, she can't be totally lying. I was if a, she said, I mean, I she might be lying a little. Gay. People will exaggerate. No one. If she says she was a young black gay uh, guy girl. originally, girl. so she understands. No, young oh, black girl. gay guy. She she now relates with transgender people. So she's like going. If she's saying all that, she's like no. And then eventually you think, well, she could exaggerate. She might be lying a little. There's got to be some truth in there. So was she? Was she black? No. She, was she used a, to be a guy that could, she could be transgender. But you're trying to find some truth instead of going, no, it's all fucking a lie. It's all fucking a lie. Here's you know what, what here's I want to see Clinton that really goddamn is. hot sauce. Here's what Hillary Clinton is. If I was going to go crazy, Hillary you know what Clinton I do? Hillary Clinton is a woman who worked her way up in the legal and then political. Watch your mouth about Hillary. She never uh, did anything wrong. Field. In, in those <laughs> Thank two, you, Ryan, for getting that She joke. worked her way up in Gabe the, doesn't up give a those shit two ladders. Bites his nails. In... Like, she worked her way up the law ladder in the late 70s, early 80s in Arkansas, in the deep south. Like, the the, and, the backbone on Hillary Clinton. Oh, the backstory. Like, the backbone. Like, the like what she has had to stare down trying to be a lady in college and uh, so you're saying in she law is, school. Are you, like, a, like, like, but are you a fan? In Arkansas. No, I'm saying that, like... I, I don't. She doesn't need to fluff up what what she can relate to. Like her her own story is pretty good. Then why does she come off so disingenuous? I don't know. I think it's that suit. I don't know. We're not talking about it yet. We're not talking about it yet. My dad needs to. Get I know, off the but phone, I didn't so. want to roll right past that because I don't know. Uh, she should on paper what you're saying, but my gut feeling is: look, there's nothing worse than talking about politics or social issues while you're uh, on fresh air. But I think the listener might go. Because I th- I never looked at it. I don't think of her that way. Like when I I don't without knowing anything, I can usually tell when someone cares when they talk to somebody, and you can tell. You just can tell. And by the way, uh, I don't even have to like them. And I think that's an important point. Otherwise, it looks like yeah, you just think anyone you like is night. No, Kasich is that his name? I think when he talks to people in the audience, I think he talks to them. I think the, he looks into their eyes. I don't want him to be the president, but yeah, I'm still uh... able to notice that. Why don't with her and with Bernie Sanders look? I don't know how anybody, I would hope, you know what a group of people I like, the ones that are going, I won't vote for him, I don't agree with a lot of his stuff, but he's a good, honest person. When he talks to people, why do I get the feeling? So if I'm off, that means my judgment is way off. That means I want to learn that. That means I'm so fucking whacked if I'm wrong. And here's what I think. I think he just, when you, when you talk, he sounds like he fucking means it. When he talks to someone, he, he's not acting like he cares, he fucking does care. And... Uh, whenever someone asks him a good question about something he did wrong, overwhelmingly, when he explains it, because even you, you'll be like, wait, why would he have voted against that? And then when he explains it, you're like, wow, you don't feel like he's doing spinning. You, the whole time he's explaining why he didn't vote for something that now he thinks maybe he should have, you understand he's answering you directly and clearly, where at the end of it, you, even if you don't agree still, he made sense, and he wasn't just spinning it and spinning it and spinning it. And I saw that happen three times last night. I thought, that's a good question. Someone from the audience asked. I'm curious. And sure enough, he answered it diligently, clearly, and you understood it. But then when I look at it. There was a debate last night? uh, It was, uh, was it the night before? Like a town hall or something? A town hall, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm into it. I will say this. 
You said something nice I about think, Bernie. Can I? Can I? And I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's something you say. Can you repeat what you said? Because I thought it was really great. About that he's the only one who says we. Well, that you pointed out, and I've heard. Uh, and he and he looks like the only guy in my entire lifetime who's running for president because he's like he's like oh fuck maybe it's me. Like he said, gives off that like he doesn't give off the I want to be president vibe. He gives off the sort of because we all grow up and then. When it's a narcissistic 15, like, thing to do. Yeah. So, but with, with the way you explain why he decided to be the president, it even relieves you from thinking. Well, if it, is it narcissistic if he wants to do it? Uh, I think mar- he's resigned to the fact that no one else is ever going to do any of the things uh, he. The way you of. said it that night, you were like, instead of thinking, "I want to do this, I got to do it, I got to do it, I need to be the president," it's something, it's in the blood that you want to. Uh, you looked at it like he woke up one day and went, "I have to do this." I think like, that's not I a, think it's uh, I think people like to Can you imagine if you hate him and you're in this room right now and you don't get to talk and you gotta sit here and listen to us to talk about how great Bernie is and there's gotta be one person here going, Oh god damn it, could I set these fuck straight on everything? Well understand this. The people who are listening and the people who are who are in this room, if you're thinking that, you have also had the thought of uh, well somebody's gotta fix this. And I think that Bernie Sanders just reached a point where he kind of realized, I have thought somebody needs to fix this for so long that maybe it's me. And obviously that man is Trump. It's kind of like a... No, it's kind of like how... He says what he thinks. Shut up! No, it's like like the movie Die Hard. In the movie Die Hard, uh, the Bruce Willis guy, he didn't want to do all that stuff. He got jammed up in that terrible situation, and then he just kind of... Took the le- like, took the lay of the land and realized, oh god damn it, it's me. I'm the only one who can do yeah. this. He tried to get the cops there. He tried to all this, and then he was just like stuck. Like, I get, like I have to do this. I don't I want that, to. I think but that's I have a to. very fair explanation, and I and I like it, and it makes me and even Donald like him Trump. More. And Donald Trump is like Bruce Willis in Die Hard too, where he's like, okay, there's other people who can do this and probably better, but you know what? I've <laughs> done this before. I'm gonna do this again. I'm the fucking shit. That's why I don't really like Die Hard too. I think the tone is all wrong. He's a much more smug John McClane. Since we took a sideways walk into this, can I say one more thing, and then we'll take a break, and, uh, and then we'll come back, and then we'll have more fun. But I just thought so we, we sort of walked into this sideways, so I wanted to say one more thing. I thought something about – I've talked to people that you know, would just go, well, there's nothing you could do anymore, those people. And uh, look, I refuse to it, – it's just – you have to sit me down and explain why being a, 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 sep, a skeptic uh, is better. No, here's why it's better, and but I don't think you could. I think uh, the thing is, I get it. We all get disappointed. That I fucking get, and you get frustrated. But people do overturn countries. So whenever anybody goes, ah, no matter what you're going to do, even Tom Martin said George Carlin talked about that. But I said, you know, I really think I was glad I was here to fix that because even an intelligent person doing, he did talk about that. They just give us the illusion. But let me tell you something. He wouldn't have done that if he didn't think that he could also make a change. And he fucking did make a change. That's me saying it, not him. He made Ooh, a fucking... George, George Carlin, or anybody yeah. who has an opinion that happens... To, by the way, so did Steve Martin make a change by just doing that comedy way before its time. That was, But we're talking about socially. We're not saying yeah. that comedy can't be brilliant when it doesn't tackle anything political or social. There's still fucking brilliant comedy. But when it does, and only when, um, I think that he... Uh, he uh, okay, so my point being that... Um, Hold on. Let me, let me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I do want to get this out. Oh, so for some people to go, it won't change. And then they're also if those people aren't voting for Bernie Sanders, I'm just going to go a very specific group here. I had this weird thought today. Those group. Oh, nothing. Nothing's, you know, no matter what you do, it's, you know. Well, then why wouldn't you vote for him then? It can't get any worse. 
Oh, or can it? Uh-oh, so I have to make pretend they answered that way. It could get worse. So that's the world you want to live in, and you want to hope you're right, that it can only get worse. So if you're saying, no, it, can, it, it, it just can't get any worse, but if you're saying, so vote for Bernie Sanders if you're saying it. it, it, it uh, hold on, let me get my thought clean. No, so, I know, I know, I think you know I what I'm saying? They're saying, they're saying, well, it can't get it, you know, it's never going to get better. So vote for him. And then I'm saying, I have, they, hey, if they said this, you know what? You're right. I will vote for him. But I'm anticipating because I'm not in the ears of everybody. Somebody going, well, it could get worse. So that's the world that you've so created you, for yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, where it's real bad now. And, and it can only get worse. And you either have to maintain real bad or you let it get – or it's going to get or worse. Or just get worse. If you try to make it better, it can only get worse. Now, by the way, if you're right, we should all fucking know that. But the truth is even at a time of a calm, you're not and you know it. Right now, you just take a little breath. You're like, well, I know. If I, I didn't say it that way. It's like the, when you watch Dr. Phil and they write things out on the board. Sometimes that shit works. Think Would about that, uh, Think about – how so vote for Bernie co- Sanders. Well, think about how the country has changed socially in the last 50 years. And you think, like, the government's all fucked up. Yeah. And, you, and we like to sit around and go, oh, it's, just, oh, it's so fucked up. We'll never fix it. Well, at least now we, we have fixed things before. Like, collectively, a large group of people, like a large percentage of America has decided, well, we're just going to move on from these words. We're going to move on from these ideas. There are those who like to hold tight, and but those numbers are getting smaller every day. And and you know what? Even they'll eventually all be dead. Well, and good riddance. (laughs) (laughs) Target. You guys see that Target story today? Oh, where there's five hundred thousand Christians are now boycotting Target because they're they're. uh... I don't want to get political. No, this isn't political. This is social. They're all boycotting. I understand, Todd, and I know that this has been blurred as often as possible. Christian is not a political party. They don't know that, but it isn't. They Target said that uh, you can use whatever bathroom you're most comfortable with, and uh, so like a, a half a million, a half a million Christians signed a petition immediately saying they won't ever shop at Target. And I say, thank God. Now I know where to shop. We get rid of all those whiny, fucking bigoted, shithead Christians, and we can all we can all go to Target and be way, comfortable and be ourselves. Here, here's, here's what I'm talking about, and why do I go there? Because I genuinely don't in my heart, but I do in my head, and you know what I mean. To somebody right here that would not, well, you're celebrating Target for making the right choice. Someone might go, yeah, but look what they've done in this other area. All right. That's important to look at at the end of the month when we look at their overview. But right now, let's celebrate that maybe they... Learn from their mistakes. Better than this, when I, how about the people that don't? That you go, when are they going to fucking be on the other side? You made a mistake there. Why don't you drag everyone in the decency the next time? Yeah, you can at use- least say they've done that with the transgender issue. Uh, is going, yeah, use that. They're, they're, they're it's, not, it's not going to. It's just the weird, dumb. Oh. It's the weird, dumb. Sh- we already had separate bathrooms. And uh, thinking people just uh, realized it was a horrible idea. We'll go and back to it. But from it. Can, I, can I make one point? Because I think it's a point that will only need it to be in everybody's head. Otherwise, we're just sort of not addressing something that listeners are going to go, oh, let's say people agree. Because, by the way, I disagree with this, too. I just want to make sure we're channeling to the right exact group of people. People that say, um, yes, we should eventually have all unisex bathrooms. We get it. But for now, we have these bathrooms. So let's talk about that. And with that, here's what I thought. I had a conversation all by myself, like I do a lot, driving down the street, thinking I heard the bathroom thing being talked about. And I went... Why do I instinct say call Dr. Kevin Sousa? He, what, he doesn't study bathrooms. 
He doesn't have anything to. Why would he fucking know? He, yeah, so what? Well, you know, you know what I mean. Like I mean, because he's been learned to think critically. So the odds of him coming to a good place with what's right and kind and fair is not what he's already taught. He's he's learned to keep an open mind. And why do I get after just a few minutes he could sit two people down and this is what would be asked to the person that doesn't want it. What are you scared of? You got to let someone say that. And I bet when he heard that and he heard that and he made well, then if you're scared of that, then how come you're okay with that? And because he's but how come I came to that without even knowing the answers? And what I'm saying is if you're sitting home and you have. I'm a pretty open-minded person, but God damn it, this could be unsafe, or this could be... That, that's okay to think that. But then go to someone, like I go to Kevin, that will tell you, I guarantee you, they're not going to go, well, you're absolutely right. And why do I smell that there's going to be something that maybe you didn't think of? So it, it's okay if you're confused and you're a good person, but I'm trust, trust me, go to someone who can explain to you why it's not... It, it's, it's targets probably doing the right thing, and the danger in it isn't probably as high as we think. And if no, I'm wrong, I mean, I'll learn that. I mean, there was a there was a, a story about a, a guy who sexually assaulted some ladies in a bathroom, and that went all around Facebook and shit as if it were related. But that was just a dude who went into the ladies' bathroom, like that was just an asshole. Hey, by like, the way, by like, the way, you can't, you can't, you can't, you like, you can't put fucking transgendered people on the same list as perverts. Who and that's what they're saying. These perverts want to come. Well, fuck you, Sean Hannity. Fuck you, Bill O'Reilly. You, I am, I am no. They do more, it every goddamn know, time. But I am no more or less uncomfortable with the dude pissing at the urinal next to me if his if he's had his dick since birth. That doesn't affect how comfortable or uncomfortable I am at all. How come? And you guys, you guys need to fucking those, those the far right and that that horse shit when a Democrat. When a Democratic politician has a sex scandal, it's generally not illegal. It's adultery or Bill Clinton cheated on his wife. John Edwards cheated on his wife. Gary Hart cheated on his wife. Some people, the Bill Clinton thing would say a little bit. uh, A little what? Like, worst case, it's it's a bad work environment. Well, yeah, it's a sexual harassment or whatever. Right. Uh, But I get I I, I, But he didn't rape her and she wasn't under 18. Uh, When a Republican a far-right conservative, it's not even legal, usually. Well, because Ted you Haggard know, you was know getting what, prostitutes, yeah. and That's Larry the, Craig was trying to get his dick sucked in the Minneapolis airport, and uh, uh, Dennis Hastert was a, is a child molester. The longest-tenured Speaker of the House in the history of the Republican Party is a child molester. And Gary Hart had, had sex with some lady on a boat in 1984, and he couldn't be president? You guys don't get to decide anything anymore because what if you're worried about what other people are doing with their dick so much, you need to fucking stop grabbing them. And hey, let me tell you something. It makes me want to use language that I don't believe to describe those people. In other words, you're so flamboyant, a word you would probably make fun of, but you're running around. I know your tone is in a flamboyancy, but do you know how hysterical you look worrying about this shit? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. No, did you do <laughs> And, and by the way, the sky I don't, is falling. I don't mind being All these wrong. Chicken little motherfuckers. Well, it's always like we're. I've like with we we joked about on the show once before. It's like they're first of all they're worried we're two consenting adults come. That's hysterical. That there's yeah. you, that's a parody of itself. They should go you, like the joke is like you go to the doctor and you're like you know a, a doctor. What are people coming on you? Because that's how hysterical you are. That seems like the doctors, of like course. They're just like pushing their way into your room, com- right? They're coming on you. You go, no, no. Oh, they're in your house. Somebody did something. Look, you're obviously hysterical. I'm asking these questions because 
I, I, is, you're not telling me that where other two consenting adults, where they come, you that's what you're hysterical about? But well, like, so, let me so ask you this. That looks let me flamboyant. Ask you this. Who? Which two are you talking about? Oh, well, just some gays. They don't. They won't even know names. They don't. They're just the idea of that is so right. they can't even be like in that house. Two dudes. It's they have right. no idea. They're just here's what they and are. And by the way, no, here's what they are. They're bigots. Like that's it's a simple fact is they are bigots. And any language softer than that is doing a disservice to the people who are who they are bigots against. Let me let me explain something. I think you deserve to uh, uh, scream louder then you can scream louder for women. We can scream louder for transgender issues than they can. I, I know. I get it. It's not fair, no, but it is. In comedy, it, especially. Because we're white so, dudes. so we need, right, we need, I want to do for any group that I wish was done over the years when I was growing up, to hear somebody on podcast or radio just screaming in the other direction. So someone asked me why I scream. Look, well, I, got, I get it never works, but maybe, maybe I, I, I figure to work on it. I do work on it. I get it. But, but, like, I know how it is. Like, I like that you show that type of anger. And I bet it feels good to someone that's going through it right now to go the way you said it. No, you don't get to fucking decide. It's not like, yeah. no, we, it's not cute anymore. You're bullies. And we need to fucking aggressively get in their way. You are mind-fucking people. They're not issues. There's people you're fucking with people's brain. And every goddamn time there's a crossroads and decency, you make the wrong choice. Why? It is not also- time that we get to go issue by issue anymore. You have to sit back and go, we're wrong every goddamn time. And in the meantime, we are literally fucking with people's heads that need to be nurtured and loved. You are on the evil side of this world. You are so afraid you're here for no reason. You're so afraid where you go when you die. But the one thing you're here for is to make people feel good while you're here. That's the end of it. And you're not doing it. That's as clear as it gets. You're doing the opposite. You're giving people diarrhea at best. (laughs) At best. And then suicide at worst because you will not get right on this. And then I like that you stand up to them. uh, Let's say... Let's reverse it for just a second and see how ridiculous it sounds. Let's say none of us wanted Christians to use public restrooms. And we were like, I am sick of Christians coming into these bathrooms. These, are, these bathrooms are for non-believers, and they are walking in here. They're using our toilets. They would say it didn't involve stand, sexuality. I got to stand right next to. They would say it didn't involve that, someone yeah. getting hurt. But uh, Can I, can I I'll, also I'll feel better if I Way more people have been hurt by fucking religion. And cons- and conservatism, and them those fucking monsters. These people are monsters. But let me let me now, let me how, make sure why, before why, we lose so people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Person, hold on one second. No, let me fi- let me finish right. before you qualify and apologize for everything I'm, I'm about to say. Let at least let me finish. <laughs> if a transgender person uh, wants to use the bathroom and you don't like it and you do- aren't comfortable with it, how about you stay home? How come it's always you, the one who's uncomfortable, the one who doesn't feel good about it? How come it's always you that we have to acquiesce to? You stay home. You don't have a bathroom you feel comfortable in. Let's not make transgender people not have a bathroom they feel uncomfortable in. You don't have one now. You stay home if you don't like it. Why do they have to? Just reverse it. Everyone's treated equal and you can stay home. But they can stay home. Fuck you. You're deciding that they stay home. You know what? Tell me if this, you think this is in the same lines with that. You know the don't ask, don't tell thing that used to exist? I remember once years ago thinking, how about we flip it? Now, we won't ask you what you think if you're against it. We won't ask you and you won't tell us. Yeah. No, just, why, why can't we do it to you? No, no. We're okay that you're okay with gay people in the military. 
but we won't ask you anymore, and what, you won't tell us. Why, why couldn't they apply that to them? Never, but it's all right for the other people. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was all, how come it's okay? How come it's okay to go into a break room at a fucking Applebee's and you hear some, you hear the fucking cool one talking about how much, how, how, how much he fucked last night, some lady, all the, all the holes, this lady was super wild, blah, 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 blah. But if a gay dude does it and everyone's like, hey, hey, gross. Why? Because it is. No, well, no, I'm serious. I, mean, I have to be honest. I can only imagine. <laughs> so I, I just assumed it was very nice. You, you probably have first hand, second hand. No, you, no, you, well, you, let me. Right, you probably know how gross it is. I get it. Right. Like maybe you just have a type. Maybe you like to. Maybe you like to hook up with dudes. that's like fucking a bowl of pudding. I'm the most boring person in the world. So yeah, not that I wish I was more uh, crazy. Wow. You sound straight. <laughs> Jeff, I like your passion on these issues. I really do. And it means a lot to me. Uh, it's even when we talk at the improv, like certain things, I like to see you handle things aggressively. And I'm not talking about physical aggression, but uh, the, the, what I was going to say before, I wasn't going to I I qualify. I have the size to... No, it, no it's, your, it's, your, it's, your, it's the way you feel. You, no, I know, you could, I know, you I know but in, in public and outside of your uh, studio, like why we're at, when we're at the improv... It's a, it's a little easier for me to be this passionate about the things I believe in because my size sort of lends itself towards if someone wants to – if someone really disagrees with me and gets really angry at me, they're probably only going to say it to me. Yeah, but They're no, not going to fight me. You weren't saying anything where people hurt us but us. Yeah, yeah. I know, but like uh, I'm sure if somebody's walking by, like your well, neighbors are all just these old gray-haired fucking no. Trump supporters, so they're probably real <laughs> mad. Right. Well, you moved to Santa Clarita. Did I anybody, have very did, progressive. Does everyone neighbors. know the time? We're in Santa Clarita right now. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's someone that listens to the show in Santa Clarita? Well, then they have horrible neighbors, but they're probably the. Uh... Can I, can I say this? And then I really do want to take a break because I have to go to the bathroom. But I wanted to say what I was going oh, yeah. to say about uh, not. I wasn't. I know you said it affectionately, apologizing about what you were going to say because I I don't. Uh, I do that sometimes on the show. I just let someone know I don't agree with that. But, of course, it's not, you know, I, I, I want people to say uh, things on the other end of it because I don't get to hear it that much. But overwhelmingly, me and you were always on the same page. But what I was going to say was I didn't want to address it. Now, it, it sounds like I'm defending your group people. I'm not. By the time I get to the end of this, you'll be like, I understand what he's saying. I didn't, me, want to make it sound like we're saying, yes, there's a big chunk of those people that are religious. It just goes with it. But... The more important people to get to are the ones that aren't religious, and those people do exist. They're not religious people. They just think there is some legitimacy. Even people that go, God damn it, I sound like one of those people. Like, I I just wouldn't be – all we're asking you – and by the way, if I'm wrong, I'll get on the podcast in the beginning and say I was wrong. But with doing no research – and I think it's good that I didn't do research. In this case, I will say it actually is good. Why is my gut feeling, like I said, to call almost Dr. Kevin Sousa, and he's not going to say, no, no, in all fairness, Todd, this uproar is, uh, <laughs> we got a problem on our hands. We looked at, I'm looking at it analytically like a therapist, and this is fucked up shit. Why do I smell that that's not going to happen? And you do too already. If you're no, pretty I decent know. and you're pretty loving, not you, I'm talking about the listener that goes, no, I, I don't, because I still don't know the hard answer to, I get it, I get the hypothetical they're setting up. 
uh, you know, someone goes in, they're dressed as a man, they, they, you know, they, I get it. But why do I get the feeling? And I think it's more fun in this case, oddly enough, than looking it up to go, I smell. Everyone will find out if I was right or wrong. And this maybe is a lesson for down the road when the masses say something. I have been trained to pay attention. And the masses are usually in situations like this wrong. So just because I like to guess and bet, all this bet is made. Now, you're either finding out whether I'm right or wrong right now by doing your own research. You already know going... No, he made his point. Just on his good fucking guess with the masses and the outcry from who they are, that the answer isn't, no, we've got a shitstorm on our hand. If we're all grown adults and learn to love and change and understand new people, everything can be done with humility and love and kindness. And we don't have to feel like we're not welcoming a group. Right. I think, I think that they're bigots. They're always needs to be a boogeyman and for a long time it was black people and then it was women and then it was gay people and then it was all three in the 90s for some reason and by the way for those groups now it's muslims now and transgender now but there always has to be because here's the here's something else christians the way that the way that christians are taught and what and what what you learn in the church there's very definitive, it's very black and white. It is very definitive, good and evil. And they, uh. It's all right. God damn it. You're fine. I kind of lost my train of thought. Aristotle, don't whistle. No, That's this rude. is going to be good, too. God damn it. Sorry, take your time. I think that. Aristotle, don't whistle. I think that cookie kind of, or that chocolate kind of slipped. You know what? Can I tell you? Aristotle, that's rude. Uh, um, you made some. You made some really good points, and you're oh, fine. No, I think you're the, fine. Yeah, I want you to take your time. They if you can't want. have. Uh, there's no nuance. They don't understand that it's the numbers are all the same. There are child molesters. There are dude child molesters who I'm sure. I'm sure I've pissed at a urinal next to a guy who actually is a threat in that bathroom. I'm sure I've done that in my lifetime, especially like truck stops and shit. Like, why are we going to single out a group of people when how about we just say no perverts, no child molesters? Like, if you really want to, if you really want a third bathroom, make it for perverts. Let people self-identify as a pervert, a molester, a sexual predator. You use that bathroom because a rapist doesn't care if he's wearing a dress he'll just go into the women's bathroom and do whatever monstrous things he wants it doesn't he's not gonna Aristotle you know what seriously it was one of those times I started a bit I wish I didn't because then I was listening to what you were saying through it and I was like yeah the music became annoying Uh, which is a compliment to you yeah look everything you're saying it just smells of handling it like a full grown adult and if there is this is not mean and this is where I think I might get a few people that are going he still didn't answer my question and I'm I'm a good person I might grab you and bring you over our way whatever you want answered just don't sit around and just talk to with your friends who are uh, agree with you because the problem with that is if there's not someone in the group that's constantly in your group going come on guys i pick and choose with a few friends of mine i won't mention them that use certain language i don't always say everything but i do sometimes if there's not that person in your group when these things happen you got to go outside your group and that's all we're asking to do and i trust me anything that's unanswered or we didn't answer today i promise you it'll be still the opposite of dealing with it the way it was done by some of those people. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take a break. 
We're going to be back with Jeff Tate. Maybe if you think what you say, we can, uh, we'll write it down. You, you like this? Yeah. The Todd Glass Show's coming right back. Wait right there. Jeff Tate is our guest. What is this? I like this. Suburban Legends ADJ. Yeah. Sure, I play new songs. Jeff, I miss you. That shit. Um, no, I like that. that. That's I'll play that song a hundred times. Once I love a song, I work. I work it on the treadmill. Anyway. That song's awesome. How you doing? Uh, good. Um, a, yeah. You said you had one thing you wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah. This was the day that uh, uh, oh Ari Shafir tweeted that thing to Beyonce. Uh, do you know if it's maybe part of something uh, else, or is it just stand by itself? Or? Uh, near as I can tell, it stands by itself, but he has replied to way too many of people who have replied to it for me to, like, actually find a thread somehow. But like, you said the, something this, like, when we were on break, that, part of. which I thought you, you said something interesting about. You don't, you don't know, you, you're, you're, what you're most tired of is not that, you, you don't care that he tweets that because you no, understand. It's not, it's not him. Uh, like, I, like, he can tweet whatever he wants, but he's a public figure and he tweeted this publicly. And then so you respond I'm not, to I'm it. I'm not betraying any trust at all by talking about it publicly. Yeah. This was presented publicly. So then you respond to it. And it was presented it. on its own. And, and you, the tweet was... Hold on one second. When you respond... Oh, yeah, you're right. You want yeah. to read his tweet first? Yeah, yeah. Uh, his tweet was, uh, Dear Beyonce, number one, men want to fuck hot women. Number two, hot women want to fuck famous musicians. Number three, age and childbirth destroy the female form. Get it? That is his response to Beyonce's, uh, that Lemonade uh, album she just dropped about Jay-Z cheating on her. This is his response. That kind of to, I suppose, and his first reply is, it wasn't in response to complaining about Jay-Z, it was a response to Beyonce not understanding Jay-Z's infidelity. That's what he said. So, So whether it is his belief 
for real or not. Maybe this is his belief for Jay Z, or maybe it's some sort of satire. You didn't care maybe about it's that. Trolling. You said you didn't care about that. I don't care about that. Uh, I don't uh, agree with that tweet. I think it's uh, I think it's problematic thinking. So if if he is trolling, then he should uh, then it's irresponsible. At, at, at best, it's irresponsible. Just on the face of it, what I think right now of this tweet is, at best, it's irresponsible. Because there are a lot of people who believe that. And we're, we are in a time right now where there's like, there's like these weird growing pains, especially especially in the comedy community. The way women are treated in the comedy community is deplorable. And every, every female comic has a, has a horror story. From working the road. And uh, like what's the worst that's ever happened to me? I fell down some steps. You know, I by, did, like, can I tell you something? bad things that happened to me yeah. on the road I did to myself. I'm sure I'm – by the way, when you just said it, I know – yes, of course I'm aware of it. But I bet there's – like I still probably am not fully aware because when you just said it, I'm like, oh, no. yeah, don't forget about that. No, don't we're, forget about we're not, that. Uh, we're not fully aware. I know a little bit because I travel with – Emma, mm. uh, Emma Arnold. So, so what you're basically saying is, is it's not necessarily a group of people that even directly or indirectly might need a punch thrown at them right now. Yeah, uh, it is. It is. It is. And it has always been like by definition, there is a patriarchy. I mean, and if you disagree, you can't disagree because Hillary Clinton is the only presidential candidate to answer questions regarding her spouse. No one else asks about the other people's wives, but they make her answer for her husband. All the time, uh, and that's and she's the only female candidate again, and th- it is you're punching down, and there right. is no Aristotle. there is no way to punch down. You are not punching down is irresponsible. No, you know what? I believe me. I lo- you you sometimes I think oh do we talk about this? But we haven't talked about everything. But it seems like you're you're I'm with you on that too. I say the same thing. I go. I always say that. I don't know where I heard that phrase, but I'll tell you what. When I heard it, I didn't make it up. Don't punch down. It made so much sense to me. It really did make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, don't punch. What is it again? Don't punch down. Stupid. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't understand. Don't punch down. Yeah, there's no... We didn't... What the uh, fuck comedy, were we stand-up about? comedy didn't get invented mm-hmm. so we could take down the weak. We were the weak. And we got older. And now, like you were either wow. you were either on the side of, of you were either on the side of the kids that were like you, or you turned into the kids that made you you. Yeah, it's so smart. Comedy, I love that because it, look, people can go, oh, whatever I want comedy to think it is, it is. But let me tell you something. You would say that again. Comedy, you did it to be, not to. You said, say, repeat what you said that that one chunk. Oh, Jesus, for real? <laughs> no, you it was, already it was, can't remember no, it. I tell you what, I can. You said it's not. It's it's not to bring down the weak. Yeah, yeah. It's I know not what to I'm bring down the about. weak. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, not I remember bring, saying it now. It's, it's not like, to yeah. bring down the weak. Yeah, like doesn't that sound like? And then you, we what speak you, truth to power, not to weakness. Like that's why the phrase is truth to power. That's why I always say, if you have comedy and you don't talk about social issues, I I don't know if I need to repeat this. But then I'll read an email, not, not even a bad email, someone just asking me a question. I go, you know, it's funny. I think I don't even bother saying that anymore because I think I've said it so many times. So, no, I, someone might start listening in a weird place. So it's always good to 
repeat this, but um, if you're a comic and you don't talk about social issues, I'm not saying, oh, I would think I don't have to say this, but there's people that make me think, does Todd think only good comics if they talk about social issues? No. I'm just saying if you happen to. Good comedy is everything. It's yeah. silly, it's deep, it's political, it's social, and there's brilliance in every category. And I'm in awe of every category that the brilliant part of that category. Silly comedians has, that... Has Regan ever done a topical bit? Or a, uh, or uh, a political bit? I don't think so. I've never heard one. No, but he's obviously brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, and we can think of a lot of comedians. But we're just saying when you tackle them, when you tackle them, like, it, it's bad enough to go back and look at a dated shirt and dated material. Yeah. But when it was dated hate, like, that's the danger. Not only if I can't hit you from when you get, have a voice, if I can't hit you just from what's right and wrong, just for the pure fact of saving yourself from embarrassment. Like, you know, and it's, I've said this every way and sideways on the show, but, like, it's, not, you know, it just you're going to, like, think hard and long. Unless you don't give a shit if you're like, yeah, I know, in five years I'm going to be... And then five years after that, at least you're I, – I sort of respect that. There's some ounce of – there's clarity in that person's head. But when you really think every time you argue and you end up being wrong that it's going to change, the, uh, it's like – I, I got a little lost. Who cares? No, the one time – I'll tell you this. The one Oof. social issue I was on the wrong Kill side myself. of on stage that you might be able to find clips of is uh, uh, smoking in bars and stuff. Like, I remember I used to have bits about how it was dumb that I couldn't anymore. And ten years later, it's like, oh, yeah, it's dumb. It's like, it makes sense. But I don't look back on that and think, oh, look at me. I'm a bigot. Right. I think, look at me. I'm an idiot. I'm 25. Okay, I'm an thank idiot. You for, thank you for helping me there. Uh, yes, Did right. that help? Because I got very high. No, you're great. You're great. That helped. Um, you, you're, you're great because you're right. Like, okay. And, and just alone, we said besides that or maybe. Oh, you, it was you, a great bit, Todd. Let me do it. Uh, you, uh, at Waffle House went non-smoking. Uh, oh, yeah. Let me Corporate wide. And, boy, <laughs> have you ever eaten at the Waffle House? Uh, smoking <laughs> cigarettes is the least of your health concerns. <laughs> Applause break. People will put me on their shoulders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was part of my Waffle House chunk, too. Listen, like, I, I got a lot. Um, they have a sign on their door when you're leaving that says, uh, thank you for eating a Waffle House. We will see you tomorrow. Oh, boy. I hope not. If I see you again tomorrow, something has gone very wrong in my life. Your sign should be more accurate. It should say something like, Waffle House, we'll see you the next time you're too drunk to drive all the way home. <laughs> Yeah, that's solid. That was a solid bit. Yeah. Well, I don't think I you should bring it back. I used to the waitresses to, you know how when you go to Applebee's or, or O'Charlie's, they'll sit down, they'll come to your table and they'll, they'll uh, My take your drink My mom loves order, Applebee's. I try to, let's uh, go somewhere cool and that's really unique. Like, so you a, wait till 10? That's when Applebee's gets real cool. Oh, yeah. All the, you just wait till later. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of cool people come out. They no, go, what, let's was I saying? what was I saying? I don't want to forget. Uh, what? Oh, when the, I'm trying to finish my bit. And, and I want to apologize uh, for making fun of Applebee's. If that's where you go and you have a good time and you find happiness, who am I to, to laugh at it? No, but yeah, and you go to Applebee's and They're the lady tells you the, uh, soup, the, the she gives you the soup of the day, mm -hmm. tells you a couple of specials. Mm -hmm. um, the, there's a drink of the day. Like mm -hmm. she's got a whole spiel. Mm -hmm. uh, I want Waffle House to do that, but I want because I only eat a Waffle House thir on the third shift. Like I don't eat a Waffle House during the day. Me neither. The only time the sun's ever been up is if I snuck up on it. You know what I mean? Like right. from the other side. Which I don't like that. I like to get in. I don't care if it's 10 minutes before that fucking sun comes out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
By the way, if my sister-in-law to... listens to the show, I don't want her to think that Tyler, my nephew, listens to the show and I'm a bad influence. I only have that happen in very rare situations. I uh, uh, I want the Waffle House waitress to do the same thing, except I want her to come up to the table and tell me every bad decision she made in a row that has resulted in our meeting <laughs> here at Third Shift Waffle House where you're working. I mean, I can tell you what I did. I started drinking because I didn't want to talk to girls and I hated myself. So that's why I'm at Waffle House at 3 in the morning. But you work here, ma'am. What happened? And then she was like, so Is an example would be well, bad, if she walks bit. up to the table and she's like, hello, welcome to Waffle House. My name's Tammy. My boyfriend makes crystal meth. Uh... We were really going to make something of ourselves. He, he got D1 scholarship to the University of Florida. Blew out his knee in practice freshman year. So now he's home. He's very bitter. Uh, I just basically, he works during the day. So I basically took this shift intentionally so that I would be gone when he was awake. We're not getting along. Uh, do you guys want, how do you want your hash browns? <laughs> right? I, I feel like that would be a more authentic experience. But again, like you just said, that feels bad. That joke is so dumb. I didn't realize how bad it was until I haven't told that joke in 13 years. Well, you know what? I uh, wasn't. Uh, no, but you're right. Like, Tate's new album. I'm talking shit. Is this joke on this yeah. album? No, no. This joke is nowhere. I can't believe I remembered this much of it. Oh, you know what? That was funny because I thought, oh, everything makes sense now. As you were telling that, because like, I was thinking, well, wait, is this part of his act? No, no, before no. I knew you were doing your it, act, it was just an old, you were, you were, old bit yeah, I know. about can about I, being on the wrong side of the smoking thing. Can I? Right, and which, then I just I, I couldn't get that far into the Waffle House bit. That was my first bit. It was my first chunk, and it was homage to it. I get it. Yeah, I forgot in the beginning. I understood. So you're listening to it. <laughs> you're listening to it on the first chunk. Take into consideration, you're listening to it almost now as a piece of art. You know, it's like something yeah. you did from another time. Now you've moved on past it. That one I didn't know to do that. So I was sitting here thinking, I don't know, like, it seems. And then, I, and then you're like, I'm yeah, pun- I'm it. punching down. No, I'm making fun of a third shift. Like, that lady is, right. she's my people. Oh. I'm her people. But I didn't know how to do God, comedy. God, I love then. you. I love you because I don't, sometimes just because you can't explain it. I heard the joke, and I was thinking just now, when I had, if I had to give you an example, I don't remember. But you get a gut feeling. Yeah. And, but, but I couldn't give you, that doesn't mean because I couldn't explain it. Uh, if you would have asked me, you would have had a right to say I was wrong. Well, what, what was it that I said? I wouldn't have remembered. But yet when you go back with cleanness because you've grown since then, you say you're punching down. And then I immediately go, oh, right. Well, that was, that was back when uh, – like it's not even that I've grown since then. That was just – that's a that's – a, And by the way, that that's was not the worst when... thing in the world. But, but, but it's still a little more sensitive. It's not even racial. It's not even racial or, no, or it's sexual. Not, it's not it's purely, edgy or it's, interesting. It's purely you, – you were uh, – you know, you, it's just insensitive. Yeah, so somebody's going to be like, does my comedy hurt people? And if it does, does it hurt the right people? And if somebody leaves my show that's that night and goes and gets drunk and then goes to Waffle House, they're going to remember my joke and be shittier than they would have been. To that waitress, who right. through no fault of her own just became the butt of a joke I told seven hours ago because I wasn't good enough at writing. And it was a joke I wrote just only because I got a laugh. Like, remember when you would write jokes, they get laughs, and that was it? That was the all the thought right, you could right. put into it? That joke got a laugh, and I never, until this moment, put any thought into it. I stopped doing it quick. I never once thought about it. And now now thinking about it now, it's 
I would never do a joke like. Do you know how many jokes I can make that get laughs that are that I don't want to put out in the world? Not in the middle. He's telling a nice story. Why do you drop your? Why do you do that right now? What is it? It's his company, Mute Valley Sound. I just wanted to get that in there. Yeah, but that's not. Well, oh, I don't I think you have it. to keep can playing. We, can we add drums to that? Well, I don't think that's necessary. He's in the middle of a story. You guys can keep talking. This is just going to be in the background. We'll just have it as betting music. Yeah, it's like Jeff, a subliminal mess. Can I I'm, tell you something? Now who's punching down? I'm, I'm gonna, just the guest here. No, no, we're, well, we're not punching anywhere. <laughs> we're just, uh, I think that you have a good attitude towards change, and I think it's going to let you do something that you might feel... Uh, there's been stuff you would have wanted in your career that you didn't get. I know that because we're all the same, you know. And I would imagine there's certain things you, 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 you know, we, you know, there's things you want, and then some, and then there's things you feel I, I want to get to this point. But you're going to get to every point you want because you're just going to continue to grow and grow and grow as a comedian. Because with that adage, you do you just become better and better. The fact that you're able to look back because there's other people that think don't know that's a bad sign to go. If you're not looking back at some of your old material, it doesn't have to be like egregious, filled with. Anything. Don't you want to get rid of even the... Because nothing you're telling me was the worst thing in the world, but only if you look at it analytically like you do now and really think about someone driving there. And then you look... You just because you grew. But it wasn't the worst thing in the world back then. But you're like... It's basically saying to go through and chop off the fat. It doesn't have to... I just... It doesn't have to be the worst. What? Should I only get rid of things when they're the worst thing in the world? Or should I learn to trim along the way and go, oh, that's a little insensitive. No, if you... If and the you insensitive category... remodeling your kitchen... After your kitchen has become the worst kitchen in the world, you waited too long. Like if right. you if you if your joke gets to, gets all the way to the worst thing in the world, the rest of your act is close, <laughs> and you're a monster, right? Like, can you even imagine? Like, I can't even imagine what the worst thing would be. <laughs> Jeff Tate You son of a bitch You're the best <laughs> Thank you Tom Well I do like to um... No it makes a lot of Oh that's what I wanted to say A lot of times we talk about when it comes to Changing verbiage that's like a big thing I've talked about over the years on the show oh. or, 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 or it's an issue of Transgender or if it's Sexist which is one I forget a lot about No the words I know hold on one second No no I need a pen that's what I need Okay hold that's on That's the only way I'm going to be able to survive this podcast okay. As high as I am Does I anybody a have a pen, pen and a piece of paper And I'm going to forget what I verbiage. wanted to say Verbiage do you remember? Oh, can the, I just fin- help? Yeah. It? They'll oh, yeah. all remember verbiage. Let me just finish this thought, okay? Yeah, they're they're gonna help you because it's verbiage. Will that help you remember? Uh-huh. There's a problem, and I'm not joking around. Now I forgot what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> this is not nice. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. So it has to do with what you said about taking just shedding things you know you don't have to wait till it's the worst thing in the world we talk about all those categories but the one i think is so often forgotten about is just insensitive yeah no we're not saying it was sexist it wasn't racist it was just insensitive yeah not mean and you know you said something it was like me it was just mean it wasn't racist it wasn't sexist it wasn't that's a a group misogynist that's a group you should remember just being insensitive and by the way you know what i love to say about this because people go you're I always like to remind people here because I think it brings the people in I want to be with me that never heard me say this before. I didn't say I don't. You can't offend people. 
Just make sure you, like you said before, make sure you're offending the right people. No one's saying, look, I get it. We wouldn't have brilliant comedy if we didn't offend people. Unfortunately, it's not what I want. Anybody who does comedy like that wants change, and they think through comedy, maybe, you know, that they could change it. That's really what they want is the change. But hold on. What was my thought? Uh, Insensitive. But but so just ma- so it's okay to offend people, but just offend the right group, yeah. and and that's okay. But you know, well, I think here's what I, it's here's the same what it is. fucking thing I say all the time. But no, I like but, to say it again. Even even uh, to extrapolate, like wow, extrapolate. Put uh, some reverb in his voice. Put uh, make sure that what you're saying is what you believe, and then own your consequences. You know, like if you say something super progressive and a lot of people check out don't backpedal like if you're doing like that's what I do now like I make sure that like if I don't believe it I'm not gonna do it and it, and if you believe something wrong then you're just wrong and we'll have a record of it 30 years later that you were wrong Eddie Murphy <laughs> she's a sponsor <laughs> Eddie Murphy? Oh, that's the door, but I don't give a shit. I'm not like those shows. Oh, we have somebody at the door. We don't even give a shit. I don't give a shit. Verbit. I don't care. I don't even give a shit. Oh, I'll run over. Who's at the door? We're not even one of those stupid shows. You know those shows? They're like, oh, there's a surprise guest here at, at the door. We'll run over and see who it is and introduce a character into the room. We're not even like that. That's so fucking stupid. That's the stupidest way to do anything. We're not even like that. When our doorbell rings, we're like, you know, we're like, uh, hello, go, go home, go home, go fuck yourself. We don't even care. No, it's not even like we say we don't care. We really don't care. We're like, what? What is he even caring? No, explain it. Explain it. Go home. We love Jeff Tate. We Jeff Tate, we love Jeff Tate, we love Jeff I can't believe you pre-recorded that. <laughs> oh my god, that was the most fun I've ever had. Ryan, you're a positive. You should have kids. You should. Do, can you sing? No, oh, no, you don't. Well, you. I was going to say you'd make a good parent because you're very patient. A few times I looked over just from your look alone, I could see he's trying to say you're okay. Everything's cool. Well, I appreciate it. Why don't you follow him on Twitter? I'm sick of this shit. What's your Twitter again? Ryan B. Comedy. Ryan B. Let's act like two idiots and you, I can't understand what you're saying. What's his Twitter? At Ryan B. Comedy. How? <laughs> who? <laughs> no, who? Ryan B. Comedy. You type Let it all in. Let me get a pen. Just type it all You don't have a pen? Hold on. I got to get on my phone. Why are you still asking me questions? Why okay, you, say it again. Me what is it? I got a pen. Do you have a pen? Yes, I do. At the at symbol? 
Okay, I got it. Looks like a, a lowercase ah, a with no a tail. I'm sorry for cursing. Is it a, re- a, re- a real show or just a podcast? Uh, this is just a phone call. <laughs> I don't know. Verbage. 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 What? Verbage. Verbage. No, but I was somebody calling in. No, you were you. Oh yeah, you oh, were yeah, just yeah. an old idiot. That's right. Yeah, why? No. What was I say? What was what Ryan you B. Comedy? You for some reason couldn't understand. Oh, I wanted Twitter to let his name get out a lot. Okay, I got, got it. it. What is it? At Jeff Tate ninety six. No, what's his? G E O F. What's his? Tate. What's ninety six? What's Ryan's honest? At Jeff Tate ninety six. What's his though? At Coldplay. Can I, can I can I play something for you? Can I can I can you let, let me sh- just show you something for a second, and then we'll get back to fun. Yeah. Okay. Can you play the good advice song by Alan Sherman? Because I put a lot of work into this, and Joe really. This is this is this guy who wrote a song in the fifties, and it's about how. Do you want Joe's version or uh, the real version? Okay. Uh, uh, Alan Sherman. Supposedly, these are true stories. I know a man named Otis who invented a room, and his heart was filled with pride. He invented a room. I said to Mr. Otis, no, listen. what does your room do? He said it goes from side Pause to it. side. I know what you wanted to do. I'm so goddamn professional. You're all going to love me. You were talking about the tweets. It wasn't necessarily what that Ari said. It was because you're... Yeah, yeah. No, no. You, you wanted to also make it clear that you don't, you don't think that leads to good things. So you didn't want to bypass it and look like it was okay with yeah, yeah. you, so but pe- but the- but it's the people that respond that and you. Did, by the way, your yours towards him wasn't mean. It's I don't want to hurt you. You as politely as you could said I don't agree with that. That's what yeah. Twitter's for. Even Ari probably you might he might go. Oh no, Jeff was fine. That's what we all do. We we voice our opinion. So even if it's not towards him, it's the type of people that, that read some of the tweets. Yeah. And you're not you're not cherry picking just the bad ones, I would imagine. Overwhelmingly, are they really mean? I don't even know. No, what they no, are. no. Uh, overwhelmingly, they're uh, supportive, supportive. Or whatever. Like, but overwhelmingly, it's like, yeah, I agree with you. Why would read like, some of the uh, the ones that don't? Hold, like you, Is just, this okay? you just ambushed me because I switched to a di- I switched to the notes app because nobody in here has a fucking pen, oh. and I was trying to write down the things that I wanted to say. Well, we still have to finish this <laughs> other thing we were just doing, whatever that was. Uh, sure, what it is, I'll remember. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, um, what do you want to do? You, let's forget it then. You don't no, have to. We'll do it. No, in, we'll take I, a I break. I want to because the whole thing is like if we don't read some of these responses, then. Uh, How's it help anything? What we do, all we did was bring up Ari's tweet. And well, I you, don't, like, you, Ari could tweet whatever he wants. Well, what's this prove by reading these? Uh, it proves that. Here's, here's what it proves Ari. Ari tweeted it publicly. Who's why is he? Why you bother? What's he doing to bother you? You have to let me finish. I know, but you. Ari tweeted it publicly, so he knows it's public. What? I'm kidding, by the way. I know, I know, I know, I know exactly, but uh, you still have to like. (laughs) I know, I know. You're still you're passionate about it, and I get it. I get uh, it. The Ari knows it's public, but I think the people that respond to me, uh, telling me I'm wrong, they uh, they think it's private but it's still a public forum and i don't like you don't get to why why am i public why do you get way, to, i don't can, ever fucking tweet you can, can to i say, can, what do you mean by this can Who i the ask fuck you this like lasagna they're acting they're acting like you even went to see him or were looking up his youtube clips yeah like you have a feed 
and uh, and then you read certain things. And by the way, you know what? I am going generic on this. Not that it probably doesn't include his tweet, but just I, I've learned in the past. No, no. You know what? I don't want to seem like a, like a coward. So so uh, I don't want to seem like a coward. But that they act like you even went through his YouTube clips trying to find. Oh yeah. You know, and, and even if you did that, you have a right to comment on. But you didn't go. S- I'm saying I'm defending even if you wanted to go find a YouTube clip and disagree with it, but you didn't. And there is a little bit of a difference. And you're responding. You're right. They act like you're like, mind your own business if it's not your thing. And also it is very important to because it does matter and it makes people feel better. Whenever you see a hateful thing said, I go watch and I, I go watch what other people say. And it's so much fun and it's so cool and it's so awesome when I watch someone I already love and adore defend someone on Twitter that probably doesn't want to have that person as an enemy and they might go fuck I'm going to see them but has that, that is able to say no I don't it, this is a small little community it's not just us going blah 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 it makes a difference in the comedy community I'm not acting like we're talking about I, I'm very I'm put things into perspective whenever I'm talking about something social or political I go god damn it I wish I had a bigger platform sometimes when I feel I have something that is worth saying but in the comedy community, all the podcasts, people, you know, so you worry, but you also have to understand what it does because I've known it when I've read them and you see people err on the side of, come on, you know, because you, you, you like that person. When you see them, you genuinely like them and you char- you'd really love hanging out with them. So, but then when you tweet something like that, you have to go, come on, be that mixed with. Yeah, you uh, oh, yeah. comedians have, I feel like we I have a public persona. And well, we it also just makes have a, people breathe easier too. It's not we even have a about responsibility. You. Like we have a responsibility because we have a platform. Anyone with a platform has a responsibility. Yeah. Now, if you're trolling, then you better do a better fucking job of it. And also, uh, there's nothing like I don't have mm-hmm. enough past history or whatever to know for sure. But this, so this kid uh, at c underscore bob check uh, tweeted tweeted back at me. Uh, that he agrees with Ari, and then his friend Fat Acrobat—that's his name—at Fat Acrobat called me a social justice warrior. Mm-hmm. And where is? Oh God damn it! I'm so fucking high. I had these all sorted out. <laughs> so I take a deep right. breath and get to it. This is a big show. It's not uh, one of those other shit shows. Okay. Hey, can I play something while you're looking? I think that uh. I think that uh, this would be appropriate. You want to hear something Joe did for him or Lynn? You think this is nice? Lynn made this for for Aristotle last week. Jeff, Lynn made this for Aristotle. Don't you think it's nice? Lynn made it for Aristotle. Lynn Lynn, Lynn made it for Aristotle. Do you think it's nice? Lynn made it for him. Do you think it's nice that... Hey, Jeff. Lynn made this for Aristotle. He made it for him. We're so happy you're with us. I am, on the look, show. it says he's happy he's on the show. Do you think it's nice? So yeah. No, look. In a minute, I don't mean to interrupt the song. He starts listing compliments, and it's a really fun part of the song. Aristotle plays drums along with it. I hope I hope that's a best part. You don't have to listen to now. You don't even listen to me. Just love the way blah, blah, blah. It's all background noise now. Now, bow, bow, bow. Oh, Aristotle. Aristotle. 
here, listen. You know he's funny, he's nice, he's always on time, and oh, what a pro. Yeah! He's patient, and he's kind, he's kind, and he's He's special, he's silly, he's funny, he's deep, and he matters so. We love how he's always on time to this show. At the barn. At the barn. Aristotle's always on time at the barn. Oh, Aristotle, I'm not just spinning some yarn. Trumpet? Do you like the trumpet? Here's a trombone solo for you. Cause we love you so. Enough with this music. What is this? A shitty show? Uh, verbiage. I still want to talk about verbiage. Sure, I don't mind. Okay. I, my show. What time is it? Nine eighteen. We're we're good. We're going for the close, but that takes a while. That takes like a half an hour. Yeah. So so I want you to feel. Uh, you talked about everything you could talk about. So uh, what about verbiage? Oh, we're going into it. I thought. No oh, no no, were... no. That's not. We're not going. Oh, no, we're not no. going for verbiage. the. Clo- I want to hear about verbiage now because that might be. That way you talk about that, you got it off your mind, and then we'll just talk about whatever till the rest of the show. But at least you yeah, know you, yeah. got, you did that. Verbiage, like how like you brought up the verbiage has changed over the years. Think Can I about, ask you a question? Yeah. Seriously, very serious. And then, you know, yeah, I've been you know, pretty good. I'm very good. I, I talk a lot, but then I listen a lot. And, and, there's, and the facts prove it on my goddamn show. You can go back and listen to the recordings. Um, thank you. Have, uh, heavily do you mind, edited. Do you mind if, and be honest with me, I want you to be honest with me. Look me in the eye. Do you mind, uh, I'll put like that betting music that we've been using throughout the whole show. Could you like that? Would you like that? No. A little bit, maybe soft? No, it's been, it's very distracting. Right. Tell, what is your story, actually? Um, the verbiage, the thing I want to talk about with verbiage mm-hmm. is, think about the fact that there was always, the group of people who were, uh, Progressive, they were uh, once once they were a, uh, an identifiable group, they were labeled, and everyone else was just they were the ones without the word. You know, like in 1994, there weren't uh, no one was a homophobe. The it was because everyone was a homophobe, and the people who weren't were what were they like fag hags or whatever <laughs> like. They would have these real pejorative terms for the people who were like, look at that, look at them idiots being nice to that, them two gay fellas. Like they were the they were the outliers, so they were labeled, and then over time, it switches. And I think what's happening right now is uh, it's happening in uh, sexism, where it is predominantly. No, that's probably not even true, but, like, the people who aren't sexist are now, like, aware of the yep. ones who are. And we're, we're, I'm tired of being called a social justice warrior by those fucking assholes who want to just stay the same bigots they've always been. 
and I want I'm tired of being the the ter- the having the pejorative terms thrown at me for being progressive towards uh, just whatever's happening. Well, Whether like it's I said, women they're, they're, or Syrian refugees, and they're always or, wrong, and then they act like the victim, wrong. and they act like the victim. That's the but maddening that's the part. Push pull. That's we're in the push pull part where people are reacting to being called sexist as if it's as bad as being sexist, and they're like, it's like the PC culture. Like we briefly talked about that PC culture exists, but it doesn't. The people who say PC culture exists are people who still want to say re- retard and faggot and not be called a dickhead and it is now they're getting they're being called dickheads for doing it and can they, i say something that i think good. really cleans this, this up this is hilarious that they Hold on, they're just second. not realizing how horrible it is to be marginalized well here's here's what i think would, would clear it up for me because i like again i've said this a million times i don't take for granted everybody listens to every show all the way through turn your phone off um is that i think it is necessary to go back and say this i'm believe me i'm in agreement with you Ba-ba-da. We just took a break out of nowhere because I got lost and I to George Carr and want to apologize. Nobody wants to hear anybody. We're talking about something that, yeah, when, when we're talking about silly stuff, I don't mind getting lost. But for social stuff, you know, you got to come, come fucking home on your point. So I know that I'm not going to now because we just spent five minutes trying to think about it. We're also so, very high, Todd. Yeah, but, that's, so there's, yeah, a real, but no. No, there's a real chance we have already made our point. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I doubt it. I was going somewhere. But but nevertheless, I, uh, you know, as far as uh, all that stuff, I, I agree with you. Like, it's the, uh, it, does, it just, it, it, it never looks like we went too far later when we look at it. Yeah, it, no. It just when... looks like everything. I always talk about it. You know what? I like to bring up anything. Even, it's so important to, to bring up things that are outside of social issues as just patterns. Because what it says is, it's not even about that. Yeah. And that is why I remind myself all the time, bring up the fact that it's the same as with this, with a lot of times with the uh, recycling at a paper bag. It's like it's anything that is different. And and so it's not even really that complicated that it has to do with the issue itself. It's like anything. Oh, man. I remember when Dennis Miller had jokes about how dumb it was to drink water from water bottles. And it's like. Wow, that didn't take long for you to look like an idiot. <laughs> like, oh, you mean clean, cold, fresh water? Yeah, that doesn't uh, taste. That actually tastes, because you know, you're right. Everyone thought, oh, oh, here's my point. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, when it comes to the things that we always, when we're in the midst of them, that seem like, all right, well, and that's when they go too far. Go back in the history and look at any, that's when they've gone too far moments. I'm not talking about when they're arguing change. I'm talking about when people, the reasonable people get to go, I'm all right with a non-smoking restaurant, but now it's at the stadium. And when it happened at the stadium, here's, this is another point that I have when it has to do with any change at all. It's, it's gay marriage. It's a non-smoking restaurant. It's all the same to, yeah. to, to these people. And it's important to bring that up for anybody that has any hopes of looking inwardly at their own group, if they were ever to hear something like this and going, holy fuck, he's right. It's not – how does he know? He's, not, he's never met me that I'm probably against these other things too and they annoy me. How, he, I am in your head if you're that person or someone sent you here. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm saying yes, probably because you're against – maybe you don't understand the tra- – you take a people that don't understand the transgender – um, thing, and then you take the same group of people that don't believe in gay marriage, and you go, I get it. You should be able to say, what the fuck does that have anything to do with where their stance would be on something else? In it? Because it's just any critical thinking you tend to go... Well, they... they uh, yeah, yeah, they don't. They don't. 
they just follow the same patterns. And their patterns are always the slippery slope. Because the slippery slope is an unknown evil. Like, how long has gay marriage been legal across the country? A year or two? How many people have married dogs? <laughs> well, by the way, that's... It's still zero. It is still zero. So if they and really, so if they weren't they're lying, like, they'd go, you know what? Yeah, how come you never hear anybody say this? You know what? You never hear anybody get to an acceptance of gay marriage by going, in all fairness, I did think it was because people would marry dogs and other type of, you know, and, 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 uh, and some other weird things. But gay marriage has been legal for five years, and no one's done any of those weird things. So I'm all right for it now. I'm marching for gay marriage. But no, because you're still not all right with it. No, you haven't taken yeah. into consideration because that nobody's they, fucking dogs. You, you, you're just grasping at anything to hold looking, on to. You're your... looking for something that makes it seem like they're not a bigot. Right. And so when, so when they go, what, what's next? People marrying their dogs? Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, you know what? Because Who keep, cares? Keep, but but keeping people from marrying other people, that's worth the risk of the maniac who's going to marry his dog because that guy was going to do whatever he was going to do anyway yeah. because he's fucked in his own head. And they're doing that with the transgender bathrooms. But what about, okay, listen, on the face of it, I'm fine. But what about the real weird ones? There is no slippery slope. They always go, but what's next? Then what's next? Then what's next? Oh, we legalize pot. Well, you know what's, what's next? What cocaine? Next what's next? Well, is no, the... it's not cocaine, dummy. How about we just agree that cocaine shouldn't be legal? What's next? You know my thing with what's next. What do you care? I say that sometimes in my act yeah. even. Hopefully like, what's next means I'm tired dead. of growing. Yeah. What's next means, what should I do? Just keep growing every year? That's what, what, what's next? You, by the way, even though you're thinking, no, that's not what it means, you don't get to decide. Well, you can disagree with me, but I'm telling you, a logical person looking at analyzing what's what next means. Every time you say what's next, the logical person hears this. What should I, should, so I'll just grow every year. I just always got to keep getting more mature. Yeah, but that's what I'll do. But even then, what I don't understand is when they're like, what's next? We legalize cocaine? Okay, let's say that we did. What are you afraid of? That people will have cocaine? Are you afraid of people committing crimes because they have access to cocaine? Do you not understand that the people who love cocaine and commit crimes are people who don't have cocaine? (laughs) And if you made it easier for them to get cocaine, they do not commit crimes because they can just go buy it. And if it was legalized, it would be regulated. It would be fucking... Government like high grade cocaine, I, holy but also shit. like safe. Also, how you do have you ever done coke, Aristotle? No. Yeah, I have. That's what I thought. Uh, it's the best, but it's. Did uh, you ever sell it? That's one of the problems. No. I know. <laughs> Aristotle but looks at me with next? all his genuineness. Then what's next? If we legalize cocaine, people get their dogs cocaine. <laughs> it's always a slippery slope that doesn't. Pot's been basically legal here since 1996. Where can I buy cocaine? Is there any Coke, Coke stores? Have I made my point? How much of this are you going to edit? Nothing. I'm not afraid to have a serious show. I love everything you're saying. Honest. To George Carlin. Chris Hardwick makes me play this. In the spirit of your To George Carlin... Yes, uh, my 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 comparison, my mine would be uh, to Sinbad. <laughs> Sinbad don't lie. You know what I like? Every time I've seen Sinbad in a public place, he's been very friendly and nice. I met him in Traverse City last last winter. Was at he the nice? Comedy festival, unbelievable. 
He was in the elevator. He made the whole mood great in the elevator. Got in there like a million bucks, took control, made everybody feel great. Nobody. I have never met anybody in my life who is better at being himself than Sinbad. Sinbad is so good at being Sinbad. I have met I've met people that that you see their stage persona and, and whatever and you like know them from TVs and movies and then when you meet them they're like oh you're not you're like not even that I, not even that I would be disappointed if he wasn't but just to meet him off stage and spend an hour with him before the show and an hour after and to realize like there is no difference you are so good at being Sinbad on stage you know what he gives me lessons I would I would take that class you think I'm doing good I, I started taking lessons 10 years ago. He said, Todd Glass, when you walk into a room, you got to do a bit within the first five seconds. That's who you are. That's why I do that when I go to the improv. Huh? That's why this music is starting. Starting on Monday, this music will accompany me in all public settings. The minute I walk into a room. Hi, everybody. It's Todd Glass. I'll wave at everybody. What's wrong? Oh, nothing. I was... You like my songs? Yeah, yeah. That was that. That felt like a one-person bit. <laughs> I was taking a break. <laughs> I know people hear it, but you might sometimes visual things might. But the thing is, like, obviously, I'm looking at him across from me, and he's like, just you know, I'm like, I'm trying to engage him, but I'm like, he's like, oh no, it's fine, it's just a one-person bit. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I guess that was a one-person bit. What did I want you to do? Well, this is a this is a show that we're all doing, and like, if I was watching you do stand-up, I would have 100 been more engaged. Listen, you were you're don't you say anything. Um, so the good advice song, did you want to hear that again? And then I'll play you, Molly. <laughs> you thought you got away. I, did we ever play the Good Advice song? We, we started it, yeah. We did? Uh, but I, uh, don't do it. All right, we won't do it. I don't need to do it. We have to go in for the close, but yet yeah, we're good. We, you know, we're good. We go in for a slow close. Hey, a, do you want to? slows. Do you want to do? I wish I know how oh, you said Jesus you like Christ. to do the serious stuff later in the show and early. No, no, the, I didn't say that. No, 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 no. Early, like at the very beginning, you were like, "I want to talk about this," but a little later, it would be silly, yeah. and then later. And so we were super, we were super silly at the beginning, and I wasn't high at all. And then we got to the part where we were going to talk about important stuff, and I'm fucking crazy high. Can I tell trying you something? To, trying to remember. Can I tell anything? you something? <laughs> Let me tell you this: uh, we did fuck up a few times. But I think overwhelmingly, and maybe you know, I'm, I maybe I think that I'm right. We we did the cause better than we heard it, and that's all that I could really hope for. That doesn't mean that I don't want to that I want to rest on that because when you, I, I'm being totally honest, you, George Carlin, when I talk about social issues, I genuinely apologize when I get lost. It's it's one thing if people choose to be patient when it's all silly things, but if you're trying to make a point and maybe you disagree with someone, you need to finish your goddamn thought, otherwise it's maddening. At least that's the way I look at it. I know most people are like, it's cool, Do but I don't want to make a habit of are it. Are you missing a thought right now? No, no, I'm fine you? now. Okay. I've been back two uh, times throughout no, the show. Fine, that's fine. I got, I not got now. one. I got not one. Now. I got now. one. I got now. a thought. Not now. Not now. Not now. Not now. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. He's taking his headphones off and he's holding his ears. Go ahead, Jeff. No, I can't. I want you to say it. No, I can't. Why? Because you're a motherfucker. <laughs> what did I do wrong? Did it get out of your head? Yeah. No. <laughs> did it really? Oh, no. No, here's... Okay, I remembered it. I remembered oh, it. I had God. to look back at the ceiling. Fuck. Um, 
Go. You got to look at it like this. Which way? I'll look at it any way I want. Imagine. Okay, Christians, I've heard this. I've heard Remember, this. Remember, we're going in for the clothes. So I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I've heard this I keep it from silly. so many Christians where they're like, like when they get to the end of their pitch and they're like, well, what do you have to lose? Like, worst case, you die. There's nothing. You lived a good life. So why not do this? That's some of their beliefs for why they're Christians. And it's, that's perfectly fine. But why then can't Aristotle, I do that? Don't do that. Like, Let's say in a thousand years, science was definitively able to prove that men were superior. I'll be okay. I'll be fine being wrong. <laughs> right, right. I'll be fine being well, wrong. Right that now. Either, like, didn't that just make a lot of fucking sense? You're going to yeah. the nth degree to say no matter fucking what, no matter fucking what. What was the damage? By the way, didn't you just, Wait. in a more brilliant way, answer my question? Yeah. What has been the downfall of being too sensitive if that is such yeah. a thing? So you're always worried because that's what it comes down to. You are worrying about a group of people that don't need to be worried about. That's yeah. the argument, basically. You are worried about a group of people, and they don't need your help. Matter of fact, these people are, are not worthy of your help. That's the whole argument. Yeah. And what you're saying is, even if you're fucking wrong— what is the downfall of being too kind versus yeah. fucking with everybody's life wrongly? So yeah. if, we're, if I'm willing to go, yeah, there is a thing to being too kind. Once in a while, you're just too kind. Kind is good, they're saying, but sometimes you're too kind. And tell me the damage that that causes versus the other way. Because things don't tend to be right down the middle and right. They either you're too much this way or too much that way. I'll lean, if there is such a thing, and you know I don't fucking think there is, but yeah. I may pretend there is. There's such a thing as told too kind. I'll lean that way because the damage that's caused is not as severe as the damage you cause. Yeah, and uh, like, and the the, fli- the the flip side is uh, Aristotle. That's maddening. Like, if it's all those coasters, there's no. Uh, if it's the other way, oh boy, that's a real bad way to be wrong. Right, of course. Like, that means your like, whole existence. Yeah, in a thousand years, right. science definitively proves that all genders and races are equal. Boy, that was a bad. That was a real bad way to be wrong. Yeah. And if it goes the other way, I'd rather be wrong. And like, what if? By the way, a, what if in a thousand years, like, so in a thousand years, science definitively proves women are superior to men. Uh, I'm glad they're wrong. <laughs> if you were wrong, like, like if you're wrong. If people are wrong, and I'm talking about you don't have to be a monster. You don't have to be Hitler. The problem is people go to – you can just – whatever your own little hate is that you hold on to and you don't want to work out of it. You don't have to – there's different grounds. Don't write yourself off, including me. But the, the damage that's done, it means if you are one of those people that was on the wrong side of a lot of these issues, you know, when it comes to sexuality especially, you went through life. If it ends up you're, you're wrong. We're even saying if because we're trying to make it a clean argument. When you hold on to any ounce of it. When you find out that you're wrong, your whole existence is literally the opposite of giving someone mouth-to-mouth. To have the courage to go up to someone and give someone mouth-to-mouth when they're dying, you're doing the opposite. You are sucking life out yeah. of people's being. You are, you are making a child, and I always say child first because they're the ones that can't process it yet. So you really need to get good with whatever it is because you're doing your whole thing. You're so worried where you're going to go. But if you ever knew, and I say this from, I shouldn't yell. Why do I say this? Because I still hope it's probably not our listeners, but someone sends someone here. Is that wrong of me to think that? To go have a soul-searching moment to go your whole being on this planet 
if you're wrong, is going to be the opposite of CPR. You were literally, not literally, but you know what I mean. You yeah. know why I went to use that word. Yeah, yeah. Sucking life out of decent people, wrongly so. You could just do nothing, <laughs> and that would be better. Yeah. Like, liter- like literally do nothing. Be no help at all. Well, that's like, but that's also don't do any damage. Uh, Andrew, do Ivamy, nothing. Andrew Ivamy says, this is the great, a group of people that really need to be discussed. And doing nothing is when someone says, they're, like, if someone says, oh, I'm tolerant of gay marriage, that's a person who has decided to do nothing. They have, not, they have no longer, they have decided to move up from actively stopping it to nothing. Tolerant? That's what we all should strive to be. We tolerate yeah, that each other. I'll, you know what? I'll remember to remind that when you come to my house for Christmas. Tolerant and intolerant are there's like those are only one step apart. There's not a middle ground between those two. Cause you you can celebrate that everyone's different. But some people like, Watch we, your have mouth. To, we have to beg to, for some we have to beg people to be tolerant? You know the worst part? You know the worst part? When we've talked about this, but not in a while, but I remind people, don't turn around and do it to the next group. When when you see a woman that is homophobic or a gay person that is racist or that thinks any any, any negativity, snippiness, it's not cute. Mm. A little little digging at people. You've turned around and you've turned into what you can't turn around and do it to the next group and go, no, 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 no. That's the worst. You see a lot of that, people that turn around. That's what we were just talking about with these comedians who punch down. You were the nerd. Now you're the bully. I don't give a shit. Uh, (laughs) No, no, I I like you. Here's the thing. Here's why why I don't mind taking real hard stances. Uh, And how you're like, boy, people are listening, whatever, like. If someone heard me say any of that and they don't agree, even if they liked everything else I said and think I'm funny, you can see yourself out. I don't give a shit. If you're a bigot, I don't care. Well, here's the problem. Uh, you know, what are the I odds that you, when people... We, we right. talked about this the other day. You get the audience you deserve. Can I tell you who I want to hold on to? Who? The only people I defend. It, a little bit. I, wanna, I want more time with them. People that... Because I don't want to scare these people off. People that are constantly... Maybe I have changed them. Look, some people don't even give a shit about this part of the show. I get it's also a silly show, but I also like to talk about this shit, so it all gets mixed up there together. I get it. But maybe there are people that are... It doesn't pay me to be a a pessimist and go, I think there are people that are changeable and pliable. And if if you do it in the right doses, and I don't talk about it all the time, but if the amount I talk about it, if if that is what pisses you off, no, then I don't have a chance with you. There are people that don't agree with me, but they go, about 25% of the time he talks about the issues, 75% of the time he's silly. You know what? I'll hear it. 25%. 25%. But if you're the type that's going, oh, even 25 then no, then I agree with you then. Walk. If everything, if if they're actually legitimately angry at anything I said. I'm probably making this up in my head. Anyway. Not, but even not all you, of it. But even, again, even if you are, if they're legitimately angry, they weren't, they're never going to change. No, no, I'm saying there's, I'm no, that's there's the nothing external but, that's going to get in. But what there I'm are sa- people who are uneasy and people who disagree with me, and those people. They'll still listen. They'll still listen. But, the, but Donald Trump would be angry, and he's not going to change his dumb mind. Here's what I say about that you get the audience you deserve. Uh, there are, like, bigots and stuff, and uh, sexists that popped up uh, replying at me, uh, trying to talk shit and whatever. Uh, and they follow me, and they're my fans. Uh, but what did I do to deserve that? 
what did I do to deserve some bigots for fans? Well, let me. What did I do that was so bad? Like when I say you get the audience you deserve, like some people have way too big, and then something comes out and they drop. I don't want bigots. Like, what am I doing wrong that those people still follow me? People get so lost sometimes. And by the way, me too. I'm not. I don't mean, but. When the Bill Cosby thing happened, it's when I had a, re- a real interesting uh, a thought outside all the other stuff that was discussed. When people go, oh, do you not like Bill Cosby? I went, oh, my God, do you think this comes from me not liking Bill Cosby? Like, maybe I went into it with a little, who the fuck didn't like? Well, he did annoy me a little, but uh, just because he was giving bad advice out. But, uh, look, no one really. So, like, do you, think, you don't think this has anything to do with, like, that I can't, that, that I already didn't like this person? And I think sometimes when this happens, when you defend and this is outside of Ari's thing. I want to make that really clear. It, I also don't want to be a wuss. It does, it does include it, but not to where I'm going to go with now. I don't know. Uh, but this is why it's important when you, when someone like Judd Apatow, it's not because he has anything against Bill Cosby. It makes women feel f- they're getting the shit beaten out of them verbally. So it's like it makes them feel – it feels good to have someone come out with a good tweet or mention it on a podcast the way you feel. And, and I do think that's why even though you want to still be friends because there's some people you might disagree with what they say, but you genuinely like them, I think you just say it like we're saying it. Yeah. That, yeah. that you just say it like, you know, and by like, the way, it's not just – this This has happened over the years with other people too. Where it's on me. Like if he said that and we were in a circle – if he said that and that made me uncomfortable, why am I the one that has to be uncomfortable? Why can't I say, you know, all I, don't, fairness, I don't agree with that. I think yeah. that's wrong and outdated. And all and fairness. Then, so I have to do that so he's not uncomfortable? Right. Well, he's not saying no, I know, but he like, gives a shit. No, I, I know, but in a circle, like, this right. is, this and you is something by we the would way, talk about. You wouldn't. You would probably, for a lack of a better way to say, affectionately razz him if he said that in a circle. You'd be like, oh, shut the fuck up. And he might go, well, what? And then you might talk, well, you're being, that's not... So you yeah, would, yeah. if it wasn't a circle, it would lead into like... Yeah, it would be a conversation. It would be a conversation. I was at a party a couple of nights ago with a bunch of people, and someone brought up a uh, headlining comedian, uh, a fella who is a homosexual. We were at this party, and we're all standing outside, and it kind of comes up that uh, like they were like razzing this dude for opening for this uh, headlining homosexual comedian. And I think it, gay sounds yeah, a little gay. better. I know, I don't... All right, so this gay dude headlines, and the dude that was opening for him, and they were like, oh, yeah, remember when that guy opened for him? Like, like and we we're all like, oh, he's probably, you know, you know why he did it. The headline wanted to fuck him. And everyone's laughing, and it just, like, it hit my ears like, holy shit, that's what happens to every girl that opens for a dude ever in comedy. Not necessarily by the... The audience doesn't even put it together, but the, by the third day, the staff is like, I wonder if they're fucking. And other comics. Like, and I, you travel, know, you I travel know, with Emma, and, and the you, number of people that think we're fucking is in, insane, considering we're not. We're just friends. And you know what? But they can't. Because while you're not talking about gay men, you're talking about men. Well, I don't want to go. Be, no, but, but it, like, to, see the look on the, to see the look on the faces of the people around when I was like, that's what happens to girls. Like, I was real high. Can I, I tell you something? It, and they were like, what do you mean? So I said it. And, like, the look on their face where it just, like, finally caught. Like, it, like you could see it kind of rattle down, like, in, a, in a, a slot machine. Where it just, a whole bunch of times where that thought had occurred to them for other situations. Or where they've said it or asked or wondered. Like, you saw all of that come tumbling down. Because they know the dude that opens for them. Isn't gonna fuck them and didn't fuck them and wasn't on the road because they were fucking, but they still made those jokes. 
And they just, like, it was like that moment, like five guys, including myself, because I had never thought about it either. I just heard it, and it clicked, and you just saw all the tumblers fall. We were like, oh, fuck. It just, it just... We now I'm paranoid same. if I bring a guy on the road. That's why I'm going to start. No, that's no, why I bring, no, no, no. That's no. why I bring Rory Scovel because there's no way anybody thinks I'm doing it for his looks. Right. <laughs> and now that's... I need him to have me open for him. So things have taken a drastic turn. It's a... Uh... Shit. One no, time I was a little embarrassed. About, Can I tell you the truth? Comics. Can I tell you the truth? One time I was a little embarrassed uh, when they had Brandon Wardell open for me in the... In the DC Improv, I made a joke every night. I go, by the way, he was booked by the club. I don't want you to think now that I'm open about my sexuality, that I'm bringing... Because he looks like a young boy. You know, you're like, is, yeah. is, is that a 13-year-old opening up for Todd Glass? And uh, <laughs> Do they not give him a place to leave his backpack? <laughs> that was a... Fu- you know what? I did a little room with Brandon. He did great every night. I, I think Brandon is hilarious. He did great every night. It's only a 75-seat room, which I think works good. for. <gasps> but he did a nice job I every want night. That he room. did his I time. He went room. up there. And, I th- and he did a really nice job. He really did a really nice job. And I did I well never used him since. So I did well in D.C. Last, uh, last fall. And I, but I want a different room. I want to do that room. How do you want to close? Should I sing a song? No. I, do you want we me should to, do some plugs. Do you want me to sing? No. Well. Nope. Turn around. Yeah, Todd. What are you going to sing? I want to hear it. Do you really? Yeah. Sing, Todd. Sing, Todd. Sing, Todd. Sing, Todd. Sing, Todd. Sing, Todd. Sing, Can you sing? Can you sing? No, I can't. I can't sing. Can you sing? No. Let me I try. I thought, like can this. I tell you something? I don't think we can close the show with this, but turn it around. By the way, thank you, everybody. This was. Can I tell you something? I hope, Jeff, look at me. Just pull your chair in. Oh, it's already pulled It's already pretty This is a stock far. line, I say. It gives me power. Um, couldn't have been pulled in anymore. I look foolish. <laughs> anyway, scoot your chair back. Pull, scoot, right. your, scoot your chair back a bit. Pull your chair in. Oh, you. Uh, I had a really. I enjoyed myself tonight, and and I, I, I really did. When when I, I'm not even joking around. Like last week, I was trying. I I didn't mind talking about these stuff like broken in the middle, but trying to rush it up front. We just we did end up talking about some social issues more than I thought we would, but I relaxed doing it. And yeah. and then we were silly mixing it in between. I really enjoyed myself, and I and I um, and uh, I really had a good time. Hello, operator. Is anybody home? Um, <laughs> I so, did too. I so. like I like uh, there's the, a lot of the podcasts I that we get to be on. A lot of the podcasts are very uh, uh, oh, shit, topic man. focused. Never mind. You know. I'm sorry. Like I yes. did a podcast today where we just talked about movies. Nah, we talked, and it wasn't even the Douglas movies one <laughs> that I usually wow. do. Ryan, what's Ryan's web uh, podcast Twitter feed? Ryan B Comedy at Ryan B Comedy. What? At oh. Uh, what? What uh, was it again? Tell uh, me what it uh, was. Uh, Repeat it again. Uh, Don't be an asshole. Why are you using the kiss the gods voice? Was his Twitter feed? No, you got the and now you got me the I've fallen in a well voice <laughs> with him with the kiss the girls voice. What this was is his like Twitter a, feed? This is Ryan, like an actual nightmare. Okay, <laughs> this what is like it? a real life actual nightmare. What was it? Ryan B comedy. Ryan B comedy. Ryan B comedy. You don't have to yell at me. I have a... I'm all the way down here at the bottom of the well. Will you throw me a rope I or some change? Will you throw a quarter down here and wish for me to get out? My voice doesn't match who I am. Oh, by the way. I can't swim. Can I tell you something? And then we're going to... How deep are wells? <laughs> Can I, what, are you standing in it? Can I, I tell know. you something? And it has to do with technology. 
and I will not forget to talk about this on the opening of the show. I know I say a lot I will, but that's another uh, – I don't make a New Year's resolution, but I had some organization with my podcast thoughts, believe it or not. And this show, to me, was uh, – it fit into what I want to do, believe it or not. <gasps> <laughs> it it – uh, it, it, uh, so – so uh, but one of the things was that I will remember when I say, oh, in the opening of the show, yeah, don't forget it. Once in a while is okay, but uh, Nick showed me something. I'll talk about it, but I will give specifics of where to go watch it. And it was about technology and on the side of technology that has more to do with just our phones, the side of it that, you, that makes you cry. And it's about a, it's about a child that can't speak. And th- these people existed, uh, you know, always. We just didn't know about them. Some of them were just, you know, put in institutions and, and, they, and they, this, this kid could think and he heard but he couldn't express himself and now through this computer he talks and he explains what it felt like and you're watching this documentary you don't really know it's about apple till the very end it's so subtle i mean it's they did it right you know at the end they put their stamp on it but it's a story about this uh, uh, kid with autism and him communicating with the teacher and she says she doesn't feel you know that She's the best person for him to bring him to the next level and him telling her she is and everything you've done. And I, you know, and it's like he would have just had all those thoughts in his head. And I like that gives you that makes me have a panic attack. You know, I was eating chicken in in two minutes, so I don't want you to feel I don't want to overplay it. But I also don't want to underplay it. It really did make me numb when I watched it. It gave me the chills. And it had the one more thing that progression not only is good because of technology in that sense, but like just that those those uh, people can have a voice that's that's crazy that is beautiful like that just didn't happen years ago I feel like so I, I don't want to go backwards I want to go happen, forward that didn't happen a year ago right which you might be t- I, don't, I don't know if it's the same person but I read a, a book it's a great book it's called uh, Ido in Autism Land I-D-O so what was that again Aristotle what you just said uh, Ido in Autism Land that he he has autism and he wrote the book and he like talks about like this is how the teachers treated me, and this is how the other kids in school treated me, and this is how like it, it felt, be- and I couldn't communicate, and it was difficult. Oh, and now man. I have this, you know. That's like, why. Oh, can wow. I tell you? And I think this is all good for us to know because we can do very, very good things in this situation. You know, I have a friend that has a, a, a kid that has Asperger's, and I, I know they're I know they're changing out of that terminology, and I'll, I'll learn what it is, and I'll, I'll go about it. But in, uh, until I learn about it, that's the I like that word because to me it explained. A high, a high functioning group of people with autism, and it lets you sort of know, like if you were trying to explain somebody's child to somebody, and you know, and and uh, and how they're doing and what they're going through, that that was a term I use. But I'm always willing to change it, so I don't want to hold on to it if it's. I know that I anyway. Um, but with that in mind, sometimes people that love comedy come to shows that are uncomfortable, and they're 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 just a little nervous, and and you more than just anybody that's nervous, you can tell. And I think, how would I want my friend's child to be treated if he was somewhere and I witnessed how he was treated? It wouldn't be the worst in the world. Of course it wouldn't be. But I want it to be the best in the world. And I haven't always done that. Sometimes, you know, it's a little uncomfortable. It's a little hard to talk and you move away. And I really try to go, no. Because, you know what, if you take a little time, they get comfortable. Then you reap the, you reap, you have a good conversation. You just got to take a minute to comfort them. And once they're comfortable... They love fucking comedy, and they're very, very enjoyable to talk to, and they and they because they fucking love what you love, and that's why they're there. But does that make sense? What I'm saying? I, I'm yeah, not yeah. throwing myself under the bus. I'm just saying that sometimes because of the un- uncomfortability, you didn't spend another minute to try to, and and um, yeah. And when I looked at it, man, who who gives a shit, right? Hey, is that uh, that sign over there? Is that you? Yeah, that's the Todd Glass show. 
Yeah, but that that picture in the bottom left corner is that a, is that you? Yeah, that's me. Is that oh, me? I thought it was a pig. Oh, well, that was like a thin pig. <laughs> <laughs> did you see what I did? How the fuck do you do that? Lay it soft upon my skin. Here we go, I'm gonna try. Like the shadows on the wall. Here we go. Come and lay down by my side. Jeff, can you try a little? Till the early morning light. Can we all sing along? Maybe. All I'm taking is your time. Come on, everybody, into the mics. I don't care who's wrong or right. I do. I will try to understand. Let the devil take tomorrow. Come on, Jeff. Lord, tonight I need a friend. Yesterday is dead and gone. Now leaving Nerdist.com.